feel insignificant You better think again Better wake up because you're part of something way bigger Hello, 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 hello And welcome to another episode of Workday with Nan and Ovi Hey friend Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? I felt like you You're good? You, did you need to think about that? How you doing? No, I just hit you with a quick, you know, just say, how are you? How, how you doing? How is everything? Um, we'll start with you. Ladies first, ladies first this week. I'm I'm cooling, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I feel like I need uh I need to I I feel like I've been saying this for a while, but I'm really gonna put in some notice, even if I don't end up going anywhere, which would be devastating. I do mm-hmm. need a little break from work. So like I'm kind of wrapping okay. up a couple of things and I'm feeling okay. the end of that and hopefully I can take like maybe a two week break somewhere and um and figure out where I can run away to for a little bit. But other than nice. I mean this week, you know, was a little anticlimactic, which sometimes is necessary. Not too okay. much. Or or a house. Oh, you mean just like it was it was just a week, like nothing particularly. Yeah, I mean there there were shit there's shit going on. I mean, twenty twenty okay. definitely she's not she's not letting up anytime soon. Uh but like okay. in my personal life, yeah, it was just another week. Nothing Okay. Nothing okay. Crazy. Yeah, I've 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 had a, an interesting past like I'd say maybe like two or three weeks. Really? I don't know. I gotta maybe I have to I might have to hit up Carmen again, you know, see yeah, what see what the stars are saying. Cause it's just been there's just been like really weird energy it, it, like kind of floating around. Um like particularly like no, just particularly like in, in some of my relationships, like interpersonal stuff. Oh. Um, whether that's romantic, whether that's, you know, platonic, you know, regardless of the context. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, feel it out. Hmm. I've also been having some really weird dreams. And I know usually for me, whenever I start having like kind of like weird dreams like that's usually a, a sign that there's some type of energy I need to like flesh okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I had a really odd dream. um, was that Friday? Yeah, that was on Friday. I took a nap in the in the afternoon and then I was looking up kind of like the meaning of the dream and it was pretty significant. So so yeah, I'm gonna spend some time. You're not you know, gonna tell us what the dream was? It would be too weird and bizarre to even <laughs> explain, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I would I wouldn't put y'all through that. <laughs> okay. But there was definitely some symbolism there and and I and that, that resonated with me. So I, I I'm gonna spend some time the next couple of days to kind of just, you know, figure it out. Yeah. 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 I yeah. had a weird dream yesterday, like last okay. night. Okay. Yeah. Maybe uh, there's just some weird shit going on. Are we in, also, are we in, in Gatorade I, again? What, what is it? Retro <laughs> 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 Gatorade. You said the asshole. <laughs> is that what's going on? What's uh, going on? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't need you. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I did, but I also had fast food last night, which I probably shouldn't have done. So I'm, I'm okay. just to that. Like I ate some shit that I probably okay. Shouldn't. No, you know that's a good point that you brought that up because I, I know I also haven't been eating particularly well recently, mm. and and obviously, you know, food absolutely has a big influence on yeah. you know your energy, yeah. your mood, yeah. your spirit. So yeah, that's definitely gonna be a part of it too. Try and get some. Eat a, eat a vegetable or two, you know. Yeah, get, you some get, green. Get the, yeah get a little roughage, you know. Need, very on. necessary. Have we have we been missing out on the roughage at all? At like completely? 
you know, some sometimes I might go a day or two without, you know, without some good fiber. Oh yeah, God. yeah, I know. Our judgment is is deserved on that one. So no, that's why I definitely need to COVID. do better. Are we drinking? Better. You well, you're a water. I've seen you drink water. I, yeah. I just, okay. we're doing yeah. that. Still. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. And I have I actually my my beverage for today's episode is Gatorade. So maybe that was a <laughs> fruity and slip earlier. Okay. Uh, yeah, trying to get my electrolytes. Freudian, Freudian. You ever you ever heard of a Freudian Isn't slip? Freudian. Who oh, Freudian. Freudian. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn, I'm tomato, just, tomato. Not okay. really. Okay, language police. I'm just saying words. Mm-hmm. They mean things. It, are I, you are you gonna are you gonna clean me up on my bonics too? Like the nah, white nah, folks? Nah. Is, that, oh, is that what's oh, happening? Well, you, you, look at you on your celebration. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Seamless as always. <laughs> and I feel like I shouldn't, I shouldn't like announce it, but it always does. No, it's okay. It's no, great. that's for the people who might not have been quick enough to pick it up. So it's okay. <laughs> I don't mind that you do that, you know, because well, that that, that could have gone right over someone's head. You know I, what I mean? And I'm happy that we we're not alone. <laughs> no, but that's also uh, you. You saw the little Instagram story I did yesterday. Bro, that shit was in like three of my group chats. <laughs> All of my people were sending me that shit like, what the fuck are these motherfuckers doing? We just got this. Yo. We just got it's for me. And y'all yeah. are ruining it. What is going... Well, actually, I'll ask you this, because even I genuinely don't know the origin of that that so, phrase. Oh, okay, do you okay, Do you yeah. know? So, yeah, school us, because even I don't know. I think I think this was the original video. I feel like I saw it on like um, the Shea Room or something a couple weeks ago. It was okay. two sisters, and okay. they were like ragging on each other. Oh, like, yes, just, I have actually seen it. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, and like in this like kitchen table, like it looks like they're dining yeah. room, or and, and they're just going back and forth. And then, <laughs> and then the big sis hit hit baby girl with the. The, the the jab of all jabs, yeah. Brought in her her crush, and she was like, "Why would you say that?" And I was like, "Girl, I know that was so rude. Right. That was so cute." Um, okay, so I think that was the first time that we, at least, that was the first time that I saw it. Okay. and you know what I did when I saw that video? I laughed. I liked mm-hmm. it, and I kept mm-hmm. it the fuck pushing. <laughs> Why do white people feel like they need to do ever like this? They just do everything, and then they ruin it. Yeah, it just it just kind of you know like when when you deflate a balloon and it just <laughs> like like that's literally how I feel every time I see a white person trying to like mimic whether it's a bonics, whether it's like a meme that started. You know, with with us, it's always we. It's it's it never hits. It almost never hits. I think you know what the only person, the only person, and I'm curious your thoughts about him. The only person where it does hit for me is Gary Owen. I'm curious what your thoughts are about oh, him. You know, Gary Owen, the comedian. I do, but I don't. I don't feel like he's putting on. Like, Agreed. The Agreed. Thing, the thing for me with the the videos that you share, like that family, I know for a fact. Y'all don't talk like that. On oh, no, nah, nah. And if nah, your children probably nah. did speak like that regularly, you would be very, very embarrassed and you would probably yes. like cor- yes. overly correct them. Yes. So your fellow Step Stepford wives would uh, <laughs> wouldn't be here for that kind of kind of that. You speak. know, and then even when it went to the couple, like y'all didn't have to yeah. put the little twang in uh, Like all of that was just to me, it's yeah. that's where it crosses the line. I don't, I mean, if you want to participate in a dance, mm-hmm. if you want to participate in the even in like the 
you know, starting every phrase with it's the it's the blank for me, fine. But you mm-hmm. don't have to mm-hmm. like do that thing with your voice. We don't need, I don't need the black scent. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I don't need that. And, and like, and, and like, so that's where for me, it's like, why? Like, just, just enjoy this thing. <laughs> like everybody else is enjoying this thing and keep it. Yeah. Open. And like, literally. Just I, like you said earlier, give it a like, and, you, and maybe keep, even reshare it. Send right, it to somebody. Right, if it, if it touches your spirit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you don't have to, you don't have to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, weird every it's time. Weird. It's so yeah. weird. And then I think, I saw, um, you might have shared this up. Like, I, it Which was one like was this one? A few months ago. No, this white girl who was uh-huh. talking about how, now you put me on because I didn't even know A-A-V-E. Is that a word? Do we, or is it like? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically the, the academic term for abonics. Okay. African-American vernacular English is right. what A-A-V-E stands for. Right. Basically abonics. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I didn't know you, that they had, they had. Oh, turned it into some ac- academic phrase or like people no it absolutely is no no, no. i yeah, i'm but... aware that okay that aave it's a it's a thing it's a part of mm-hmm. like people's it's a part of my culture like i yeah that yeah, is yeah, how yeah. i speak with people that you know i am communal with but i didn't yes. know that it was like a, a like a a quote-unquote phrase that like people were using in the US. oh i see I see. And I see. So- I think it's. I think it's been bubbling up more recently. Okay. Um. But I remember. I. I like. I mentioned on a previous episode. I used to type papers for my pops. Right. 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 You know. Oh, right. 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 And I remember, and he he studied <laughs> linguistics. So yes. So I remember at like I don't know how old was I was might have been like eight or nine typing oh, really? his college typing his master's uh, papers. So I'm also ingesting some of the stuff I'm reading too yeah, as I'm typing yeah, it. Yeah. And there was a, a full, he did a, a paper speaking about abonics and like its origins and all okay. that. So I think maybe that's why I've, I've kind of always been aware of that term sure. or, or, or what it means. Yeah. yeah. But I think she was in the video, I don't, somebody shared it. In the mm-hmm. video, this, this white woman was saying how um, she doesn't think that speaking, um, in AAVE is like cultural appropriation and that this is just internet slang. <laughs> Ooh, that was a rip. Yo. Yo. Come on. This is just internet slang. Why won't we let white people enjoy these things? Basically is what I got from it. And I just wanted to sock that bitch in the fucking... You know how many times you got in trouble for speaking in Ebonics in mm-hmm. school? Like, you didn't have... Mm-hmm. I don't know everything about oppression but honestly like for for this to be like a fun thing for people to do now is like the fuck like i used to have to get it i used to have be in trouble i used to i remember i used to my mom would make me like i will speak proper english like i had to write that like a hundred yes yeah and you know my pops was on that wave because (laughs) i was in slang and it wasn't i mean you and I talk about code switching all the time. I am fully mm-hmm. aware and able to speak the way I need to. Oh, absolutely. To do yeah. that. I have a mastery of the Queen's English. Home, yeah. <laughs> right. If I'm at home or with people that I'm comfortable with and I let a dang slip or, you know, yeah. there, there's yeah. a, a different, um, I my inflections are a little different. Like that doesn't mean that I'm not intelligent or that mm-hmm. I don't know how to articulate mm-hmm. myself. And so like mm-hmm. all of that for you to just get on the, the, the computer and whip your neck and do all this other good like it's yeah. so I'm a fucking goofy. It's so yeah, cool. yeah, it's yeah. So cool. 
No, definitely, definitely goof troop, as, as you <laughs> yeah. as you say. Yeah, definitely goof troop energy. All those videos that you shared the other day, nothing but goof troop. <laughs> but nothing. you know what it is, though? I'll, I will say this. The reason why they think that it's just internet slang, that goes to show you that's because Black culture is ubiquitous. In a lot of ways, Black culture is American culture. So they're not even able to to delineate the two. Yeah. They're not even able to able to, to identify that there is a separation that all of the all of your slang that you use all the Come jokes down. that you make that yeah. all comes from us like that that shit didn't just appear out the blue like nah that's us and it goes online and it spreads everywhere it goes viral that's why they think it's internet slang but it's not that that is all born out of black culture all right. of it i think the other day uh somebody i think it was another post kind of um along these lines like if you've never heard somebody say chow and, mm -hmm. you, and you're saying you're calling wasn't that the whole funny thing about the girl who was like how do you say ooh chile ooh chile yeah. <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> if, you, if you've never heard the phrase in person yeah. to know how it should be announced the context how it's pronounced all that yeah it. nope just leave it down don't even just, pick it up like <laughs> Chile. like come on so you know like that's the thing too it's like you just want to be down you know that this yes, thing is cool yeah black is, is cool i get it we're cool as fuck don't get right? me wrong i I'm understand like, y'all can also come up with your own shit you like, can also, you like, can white people don't have nothing like they just <laughs> and i feel sorry for them i do like i would no, feel that's like, the I they're always so sauceless too. It's like <laughs> I maybe maybe I'll enjoy it if y'all hit me with a little sauce from time to time. But this just it's just pasta. There ain't no tomato sauce in there. Yeah, it's just it's just straight boiled pasta. And I'm like, yo, get, hit me with a little pepper, a little paprika, hit me with a little something, a little something. flavor. Something. Something. Yeah, I mean, if we really want to sit down and think about it for like the last 40 years, mm -hmm. what cultural contributions have white people? Brought. Oh, see, you trying to get us canceled? They, they're, about, they're about to they cannon you. That's fine. But like, honestly, <laughs> there goes our sponsorship. That's not true. People say worse things than this, and they get they get paid. But I mean, okay. and I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from them. But like, honestly, no, I get what you're you saying, what? and it's interesting that you use that that time frame because that more or less coincides with the advent of hip hop, which just exactly. celebrated its birthday, you know, right. last week. Right. So no, that, no, you're right. There is a lot of I, I see where you're coming from. I and see I mean, where you're we coming from. We could take it all the way back. We could we could we could talk about. Oh, it goes back much further than that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm only 32 years old, so I no, I, like I get that. No, I get I it. But I, I think it. anything that is that has been popping has come from people of the diaspora oh, like absolutely. black and brown people absolutely so i get it but like i also think that there's there needs to be a level of respect like mm -hmm. acknowledge the source mm -hmm. give credit where it's due that's a huge part of the problem too very rarely are are, are the black creators ever credited and that goes to that i remember this during um all-star weekend uh in the oh, nba the there was a girl that and with yeah. that viral dance i forget mm -hmm. the name of the dance For renegade. but yeah the run you're yeah. right and then they you know the nba rolled out some white girl and she was doing it. everyone everyone on twitter was, was like she was the one that everybody thought had came up with it yeah. yeah and everyone on twitter was like nah time the fuck out who is that that yeah we know who made this dance right right and shout out to nba which is why they're they've always been my favorite 
of a sports league. They saw where they went wrong, and they did intro- They did invite yeah, the actual, do. yeah, yeah. Because it's nothing too. So many times, uh, it, it you know gets lost in shuffle about you know who who started all this shit. You know what I mean? Right. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So like that, yeah, that is definitely something that has been at least ruffling my feathers as of late. What else? What else been? What else been grinding your gears, <laughs> as Peter would say on fa- on Family Guy? So your president, right? Oh like, my lord! I'm hang up on you. Go, go. <laughs> that's ain't my president. You know? I, he, I don't know. Then who does he belong to? Because he know. don't. He don't. I'm not from him. this country, man. Ooh. But that's my that's my ultimate trump card. You know, I ain't from here. I'm living with y'all. I ain't from here. That's your see people. how quickly you want to run. That's not right. Don't do that. Remember when you put your head in it. <laughs> um, but like this uh attack, and I mean this is honestly have been going on for quite a few months now, but he is becoming unabashedly ashamed of like just completely trying to suppress people's able the their ability to vote. Oh with- yeah, yeah. I-, I told y'all to buckle in. It's we haven't seen the worst of it. November's like, still a few months away. Bro, it's just gonna get real hectic. That for me is like what the fuck because if you like he's not even saying the quiet like the he's saying the quiet parts loud as fuck oh yeah yeah and then like it doesn't even it doesn't even seem like he's like surprised like i'm like or i'm not surprised is not the word but like even concerned that like you're openly stating that you don't want to fund the usps because then you know that people will vote and it probably won't be for you and it's Mm -hmm. like Mm-hmm. Are we like? Why? Why does everybody keep moving around like this shit is normal? Like we should all be very <laughs> alarmed right now about what's going on. And that's no, all. Th- yeah, yeah, that the cannery's been chirping for four years. That cannery's <laughs> dead. It 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 died a long time ago. And like I feel like since <laughs> since twenty sixteen, they were saying that like he's gonna it's gonna get worse. And I don't think anybody yeah. took it seriously until maybe like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And where like if if we're excusing these little things now, when it gets to the big stuff, he's just gonna tell us, and no one's gonna do anything. That's and the that's problem. Literally, it's, what's happening? That's and exactly I, like, what's I, happening. I feel super helpless because i'm like what do we what do we do Mm -hmm. like this Mm -hmm. is not it's the gradual slide to fascism that's what we've been on for the past four years like and it's it's some sometimes it's by inches sometimes it's by miles you know but but either way that's the direction we've been headed for the past four years i'm and and each step of the way everything it gets normalized yeah each step of the way that's the new normal the, you know, the, the benchmark keeps moving, keeps moving, but I keeps wonder, moving. So like, okay, it's, I don't, the new, yes, I've heard this before and I don't disagree with you, but with I what? think with what you're saying in respect oh, okay. to like the new normal, but mm-hmm. I think what, like if mm-hmm. we're all in agreement, or not maybe all of us, but if most, most of us are most realizing of us. that yeah. this, no, this is not normal. This is not mm-hmm. okay. Like mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be anything that we can actually do. Mm-hmm. to stop any of it. And I think to me, as somebody who studied political, like politics when oh, I was- Oh yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Cause yeah, you have, you have that context. Who has like always been very enthralled in like the history of this country. Like mm-hmm. it, I am, I, this, <laughs> this nation is of the people and for the people. And I mm-hmm. feel as a person very help. Like, I don't know what I can do now. Like I literally, well, outside of, well, what I think what you just said third? there, I think what you just said there is the myth that we all need to let go of. I oh think, I think America has amazing PR. America's I mean, PR team like is just 
top notch. <laughs> but just that, just that idea that this country is for us and it's for everyone, that's a lie. When was that ever the case in this country? When has that ever been the When has literally from its inception, when has that ever been in the truth? That's never been true. It's, I, it's just yes. never been true. I mean, you're absolutely right. Uh, but for a second, let's, you know, live in the land of disbelief for a minute. Where even if you, okay, say you you bought into that, right? Mm-hmm, and like... Mm-hmm. We, we all have along did, the way. I, I, I wanted to be a part of this system. Like truly, mm-hmm, truly, truly, truly. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's super disheartening to see now. And you know how much I'm, I watch the news. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's really painful to watch like our entire democracy disintegrate in front of our eyes mm-hmm. and feel like there's literally nothing that I can do to stop the helplessness. It. Yeah. Yeah. And I read, I forget who it was. I, oof. yeah, I, I don't want to even give a stab of it because I don't want to, you know, accredit it to the wrong person. But there was a black journalist who I follow on Twitter. And if, and if his name comes to my mind, I'll, I'll mention it. But basically, he said that that's what has been the most frightening aspect of this of Trump's presidency for him has been seeing how all of the systems and institutions that we thought would offer a check and a balance to his power and his authority have completely abdicated their their role and their power they've all been complicit no one there's there's been no stop in no. in, uh, in uh, on a government level to to his reign basically and i'm calling it a reign it's it's not even a presidency it's yeah. to his reign all the things that we've learned that we learned way back you know in middle school like oh yeah this is why we have the three mm-hmm. executive you know we have the three branches the, mm-hmm. this that and the third but mm-hmm. no that's what what each step of the way they've all they've all more or less fallen in line <laughs> I don't even know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that wholeheartedly because we did impeach him, but like that doesn't cool how that pan out. I, what, that's what, what I'm saying. What, yeah. like, what, like, what did that do? I don't. I don't want to say that we've kind of just thrown our hands up and said, "Okay, Trump, do whatever you want." Oh no, we, we have it. Niggas in the streets protesting. We no, absolutely but I mean, haven't I think done that. Even even when it comes to the branches of government, like the the su- Supreme Court have, you know, put the kibosh on a lot of the things that he was trying to pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, at least the... I'm trying to... Is it Congress? Who which who, who do we have? The House of Representatives? The Senate? Well, Congress is... Dem- Congress no, is the... Com- both it's both the, but, the no, Senate saying, and I the... I think we have the House. The, the Dems have the House. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. So at least they've tried to they kind have. of put put the halt on some of the people mm-hmm. that he wanted to put into like into his cabinet mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. of his federal judges they mm-hmm. put the kibosh on they were the mm-hmm. main reason why he's impeached right now so i i do mm-hmm. feel like people are realizing that we there are things that we have to stop but even to that avail there nothing like he is still able to mm-hmm. go around and just do these heinous mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that I don't know if people are just like, oh, well, you know, it's, 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 um, not that it's illegal, which even, I feel like these probably are. A lot but of like, shit he does is this, but, it's like, not it's legal. Not, it's not in good taste or mm-hmm. this, it's unprecedented. Like it's never been done before, but like we're now we're realizing that maybe the forefathers didn't write every fucking thing down. They didn't know it was going to have internet. Like there are things that we need to <laughs> yeah. The Constitution should be a living document that grows and changes along the way. And I mean, I guess it kind of does with amendments, but like even (laughs) in is fucking hard to do. Like there's so many Mm -hmm. things that we like 
the people who started this country didn't think would ever could happen. Could not possibly have foreseen. Right. Yeah. And look at where we are now, and we're realizing those pieces of paper kind of don't mean anything. No, that's what I've always said. And and I, I love that we can have this conversation because yeah, you you major in political science. I could talk <laughs> about this stuff all day. Like when when it when it comes to um what you just mentioned, um hold on, I'm trying to get my thought here. We like if yeah, if we go all the way back to the beginning and we're talking about the constitution i've always thought of that that's that's at, at, at both times the best thing and the worst thing about mm-hmm. the united states mm-hmm. so in that sense yes we do have a constitution that stood literally three almost four centuries of time mm-hmm. and and it's more or less remained intact right and that's that's the reason why in a lot of countries when you see so much instability if we want to talk about for example africa okay. or south america it's because a lot of times when new people come in power they're literally trashing the old constitution and writing in whatever they want mm-hmm. so so in that regard that is a testament to our democracy but at the same time it's also been uh um it's also been something that's held us back in a lot of ways i mean the second amendment alone mm. is proof of that mm-hmm. and and the way that that's been stretched and bastardized to people's you know political beliefs and whatnot and also, yeah kind of just allowed to be um defined in so many different ways mm-hmm. that the original mm-hmm. that was originally attended for sure yeah yeah uh, but if we thought about if we if yeah yeah and and Okay. No, no. I was just gonna say another thing too. If you if you know your history, we're we're if 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 y'all think Trump is and he's trash. <laughs> Trump is trash. I, y'all y'all need to look up Andrew Jackson. Oh, if you think, that's his, if you think that's Trump his is icon. Trash, he loves we're, we're basically, Yeah, that's his guy. Yeah, yeah. We're basically living through a modern day Andrew Jackson. And do your homework if y'all don't know about him because that nigga was trash. <laughs> So that's that's basically where we're at right now uh, is a modern day Andrew. You know, this is all the stuff Reagan wished he could have gone right. away with and probably done in the 80s. Think, and I Trump think, is just pushing it. Yes, I think I think the Reagans and the Nixons of the world as 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 ugh, as reprehensible as their presidencies were. I think they had like a monochrome of like respect decorum and yeah oh, just right. like they something. i think yeah. they cared about their they had a maybe a smidge of integrity they cared about <laughs> yeah. what what yes. what the history books were going to write about them yes. what yes. what their president like what the world will think of their presidency they mm-hmm. i think they cared about that and mm-hmm. i'm realizing this motherfucker right here oh, he don't nah, he don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah he's he don't give a fuck at all <laughs> he really does it this nigga don't give up like he just doesn't care yeah does like and that is that's really really scary because we are now in the middle of august mm-hmm. 165,000 people have died due to the coronavirus and i think somebody had posted the other day um about 9/11 and how i think we lost like close to like 2000 or 3000 people mm-hmm. and how like we can never forget yep. and we talk about how just horrifying that day was and now which absolutely was yeah of course and now Mm -hmm. we can sit back i mean rona kind of struck us maybe in like february so Mm -hmm. what was that like six months yeah just about yeah we lost almost a quarter of a million people like yeah i I would not be surprised that by the end of this year if we if we get 
that high. Yeah, yeah, um, well, yeah. Unfortunately, I keep saying, like by Labor Day, there's gonna be another twenty thousand people who have died. Like, and the, the to me, it's like you. The fact that people are saying that, and there doesn't seem to be like a like any like they energy. say it very very flippantly. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, if we don't mm-hmm. if we don't social distance, if you don't wear a mask, then we're gonna lose another. And well, that's like, gone. That's gone. Yeah. We're not getting that back. Like, we're, we're especially especially if you look down south. They're not gonna, they're not, we're not, we're not getting any more lockdowns. What we had in March nationally, we're not getting that again. Like well, America gave up. They America basically said, at least, at least on the federal level, to be specific, because some states absolutely have done a great, a great job of you know doing what they can to contain it. New York being one of them, and same with Jersey. You know, what what do, we did what we could up here up north, down south and in the Midwest, you know, all them red states. They get they they get they said they don't care. They basically yeah. said we're gonna open up everything back up. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> but it's Keep also it it's not even like it's, you don't have to wear a mask because now yeah. mask is a political thing too. Wear it if you do. Don't if you don't want to. That's where we're at. That's where that's where we at as that's where we're at as a country. <laughs> Which is like, I, it's great. It's 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 so bizarre that sometimes I think we forget how bizarre it is because we what, live that's here. It. That's yeah. It. So that, that we lose that context or the perspective yes. of how absolutely asinine everything we're living through is. It just does none of it makes any sense. It's, I'm like, yeah. ter- like I'm true, and y'all la- like I know people are like not like okay, it's fine, but like no, it's no, not fine. none of this is none fine. Of this is no. fine. <laughs> Everybody no. stay home. Wear your motherfucker. Like I don't say that shit because it sounds cute. Wear your fucking mask yeah. and wash your hands. Yeah. Like, like it. This is this is really really scary. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think what what's even scarier for me and and I know you know we we've talked about um covid and and yeah. and how crazy that's been but what you brought up earlier about the USPS I I'm yo that it it's cuz everything I've been reading about it and mind you the postmaster was handpicked it was one of his biggest donors mm-hmm. So that's, literally, that's if you if you got a little bit of cash and you oh want yeah that's it motherfucker that's yeah, all you really need it. to be able mind you I think the postmaster if I'm if please correct y'all listen the news she like I'm I'm gonna be clocked in I can't, yes, I'm, yes. I'm no now I, I can't even blame you <laughs> now, these next I couple think of months that right? he when he was appointed the postmaster mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. um uh put like he paid for i don't know i don't know stocks and bonds like that shit but like he made some investments into i think amazon Mm. no or like their delivery service that amazon uses Mm -hmm. knowing Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. there will be a lag or like somebody's gonna have to come in and pick Pick up up that slack yeah so Mm -hmm. then it was all intentional i think Uh, absolutely um another part i'm living on the internet I'm, and I'm scared of myself now because I've never been online this much. Uh-oh. But another thing was like we've I think we've all seen the posts of like uh, mailboxes, the you know like the yes, that's what I was about to get to. Yeah, have been yeah. being removed. Mm-hmm. The um, USPS um, employees are now blowing they the whistle. They can't work overtime. Uh, they can't. Yeah. They're not getting paid for overtime. Mm-hmm. You can't even. You can't even uh, like file to to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. They're they're. They're removing sorting machines from yes. the post office. Processing like any, centers are closing. All of that, and the, the this crazy is thing, all laying the this is all setting the table for he, for I election think, day. It's all think, setting the table. I think he's in New Jersey right now at his um, golf course, and he made a speech the other day stating that he thinks that um, 
it's going to take months, even years for us to find out um, what the the election results if we do mail-in. And that's fine. Even if you even if you felt that as the president or somebody who was running, wouldn't you then want to put forth as many resources as possible to make sure that we have the tools in place to make sure? Well, that you we that's you're making a huge assumption that you're dealing with a sane and rational individual, right, which we're I'm- not. No, I agree with you. But what I'm saying to you is like anybody who listens to him is a fan of his. If you are sitting here telling people that we can't trust mail-in because the USPS doesn't have what it needs to count the votes as the president, then shouldn't you be wanting to make sure they have everything? You know what I mean? No, you're also forgetting that his camp believes that that voting by mail is ripe with fraud. You're right, forgetting right. that that's something that his camp believes in. Oh, right. As he is, uh, he put in <laughs> his own absentee ballot. ballot. Him and his, yeah. him and Melania. Just like <laughs> yeah. he thought the immigrants were the bane of existence, but mm-hmm. she was able to bring her kin over here. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm-hmm. like to me, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm not I'm not here to shame anybody. Believe who you want to believe. Vote for who you want to vote for. That's not my. I don't like. I just I don't have it in me to fight with them anymore. But I really want to sit down. I would be interested in speaking to somebody, a Trump supporter, who was interested in like actually having a um, good faith conversation. Good right. luck with that. Because <laughs> I, I, just, I just feel like seeing all of these things, like you can't then you you wouldn't have questions for your like you wouldn't have questions for yourself. No, remember, I think what people tend to forget in this conversation, and this is the big elephant in the room, if you will. And, and this, you mentioned that you watch the news mm-hmm. and. You, I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that a lot of the news that you probably consume probably is a little left of center. It's probably center, but a little leaning on I the liberal side. I do. I share of uh, Fox because I want to know what. The oh, okay. About. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. for most of them, their media diet is purely Fox News, yeah. Yeah. and Fox News, but not even is- Fox. O O N O A N. Oh yeah, O A N is another that, one. No, yeah. those people are fucking yeah. crazy. So basically, they're able to just parrot out whatever yeah. bizarre, yeah. you know, conspiracy theories the president yeah. makes up. And if that's where, think about it, if that's where you're consuming all of your news, that's you what you're going to believe. And you want, like, it's not even that you do believe it, but you want to believe that this is a good man. You want mm-hmm. to believe. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like because he's so polarizing and, like, there is so much opposition, I feel like people, just out of mere self-defense, they feel like they have to fall in line yes. with everything that he's saying. Yes. Whether they agree with it in, you know, yes. their own That's because in this country... No, you're right. That's because in this country, politics is akin to sports. It's a sport. It's um, I'm, I, yeah, root, I root for the Democrats. Yeah. I root for the Republicans. Yeah. So no matter what, either side, mind you, because this, this is this is uh, true on both sides, by the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You you just, everyone falls down on the party line. So they, they step, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever your coach is saying, whatever your star player is saying at the moment, that's that's what you're, you know what I mean? Because that's your team. You can't you can't drop down your jersey. You can't take off your jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this yeah. week we also found out about our co-captain if we're using your same analogy. Oh, look at you! Did Shout out to the family. Hey. I love it. I hey. love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was Wednesday. Yeah, it was like Tuesday. Was Wednesday. Like, Wednesday. Yeah, Tuesday Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, Biden, who is the Democratic nominee for president, announced mm-hmm. that Kamala. Ka- I don't, who's that? Kamala, <laughs> you are an asshole. 
Cop Malo or who? Yeah. Cop Malo? What, what, what's her? Oh, I thought her name was spelled C-O-P-M-A-L-A. I'm sorry. Because she's a cop. So I didn't know I didn't know how we spell wow. her name. Wow. So it's Kamala. That's how how do you how do you say it? I don't even know if I want to participate in this conversation. I'm scared. No, it's okay. No, <laughs> I just didn't know who you were talking about. But I think I okay. I got you. No, keep going. My bad. <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh, I don't want to steal your thunder. Harris was announced oh, okay. the, the vice president. Uh she I'm so sick. <laughs> um, she is Biden's running mate, y'all. So the ticket now is Biden Harris. And there were a lot of people, I'm assuming you included, who had a lot of thoughts and feelings about this announcement. Uh I, I will concede the floor, sir. So you can you can give the people a no, a no, no, no. <laughs> I, I think I think all of our most of our listeners, because we all, you know, we all follow each other one that y'all, y'all know how I feel about that. Uh-huh. I, re- before I elaborate on my thoughts, I'm really curious to see what you think. Okay. As a black woman, sure. I'm curious what how did you receive the news of Kamala Harris being uh nominated as the VP pick? Sure. Um, so I'll I'll start this way Mm -hmm. i was definitely of the a part of the the clan or of the elk that thought that he absolutely had to have a black woman vice president he did Uh, i i i i think he had some some pretty good um candidates prior to yeah really good options definitely some really nice Mm -hmm. options i felt Mm -hmm. i mean liz warren i live I don't know what her sign is, but her moon <laughs> or her rising has to be Capricorn because the bitch. Oh yeah, she speaks to me too. She speaks to my my Capricorn brain <laughs> as well. Um, she has policies. She has. Honey, sis is organized, <laughs> and she has an answer for every question. That is the life that I live, and so I I was definitely a huge Liz Warren fan. I knew she's a Cancer, by the way. Okay. June twenty second is her okay. birthday. Uh, do we mm-hmm. do well with? I think don't we like yeah, them? We like yeah. them. Yeah. I, I I don't mind them. I don't I don't know too many cancers, but um, anyway, I've oh I've been a fan of Liz for a while, and mm-hmm. but I knew that her on the ticket with Joe Biden is not very dynamic. Not to say that Kamala is, but it that's just a little too dry, even for me. Um, as somebody who was a fan of her. It was a little sauceless. It was, it was just straight pasta. <laughs> yeah, you, you need a little sauce in there. Something. Um, uh, I think Val Flem- Flemings? Is, is that I think it's Demings, the, Demings. The, the former police chief, Orlando yes. police chief. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't know how that's going. I don't know Val very much, mm-hmm. but I know that she was one of the impeachment managers. I think that was like the first time that she kind of um, was amplified at least got on the radar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think she's a, she's a lovely woman, but I don't know. I don't know enough about her. And then I did find out that she was a former police chief, yeah, I'm, which I thought I people could appreciate, but like, why? Um, yeah. and then I think, Oh, I can't say, I don't remember her first name, but I think her last name is Bass. Oh, uh, who is she? The why I don't know why that was not. Um, I think she's, she's also I don't know if she's in the House or the Senate. Okay. Um, but she was one of the contenders, and she and I I know her a lot because she does a lot with the um the Black Caucus. Um, okay. And I again another person that I like I appreciated, but I just I feel like I didn't know enough about her. Got um, it. and so Karen I Karen Bass is her name. Yeah, and I figured mm-hmm. I I to me Kamala was 
the easiest pick, like the mo- the pick that would probably appease a lot of people like me who knew that he needed to have a black woman, not just a woman of color, but a black woman um, mm-hmm. on the ticket. And then we know that she's had experience. I think with her running for president, um, and even though she kind of, she left, like she um, left, like her campaign dissolved pr- prior to the primaries. I think that she she made enough noise during her campaign for people oh, for to sure. be aware of like- Especially that soundbite. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. the bus. The busing, yeah, absolutely. She, she yeah. yeah, everyone knew who she was. Yeah. And I think to be, Joe has said from- I think from the beginning that he only plans on being a one-term president. Like, I think that he is very much just trying to get rid of Trump and then stepping aside. And for whatever reason, he thinks that... So to me, whoever he decided to be VP, we would have to... Like, this is probably the most important VP pick because of that. Like, I, I, I think whoever... I mean, also, Joe Biden is old as fuck. So, like, the Lord can take him any day now. Let's hope that he he makes it to November. But yeah, like, yeah. you know, so it's like this person, whoever he chose, was incredibly important. And I think women are ready. Like we know that we need to see a woman in the White House. I think that black women, specifically because of everything that happened in South Carolina, and literally reviving the fuck out of his entire campaign like it there was no question. oh yeah black women are the most tried and true right. blue voters and that's that spans no, voters that spans several elections period. yeah voters period yeah that period. that spans we are decades. the black women are the most voting motherfuckers on the planet like mm-hmm. period so mm-hmm. i mean as uh, in in the realm of representation I was elated. I was very excited. I mean, Kamala was not somebody that I was like, if she made it to the, to like New York's primary, I probably wouldn't have voted for her, but I'm mm-hmm. excited to see. And she's also a soror. Um, so that's also really exciting. Oh, she's the same. She's in the same sorority as you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's really exciting. I think okay. um, from what I'm hearing from her now, she was on the Griot. She had an interview with the Griot this morning and I didn't Okay. Watch really upset about but i think that there is opportunity there for her to to move further to the left i think that um outside of just wanting to get this trump regime out of office like i i think people are excited to to vote for the both of them um so maybe that I'm sorry. Well, okay. Let me not. Let me not let my opinion. No, I do. Because I, I mean, you're right. Yeah. I'm. I, I. You're right. And I don't want. I'm sure there are millions no. of people I, who are I, happy no, and. There so are. I'm telling yeah. you because, like, I, I. I follow you, and I follow a lot of other brothers like you, and so I've been in the middle of hearing both the criticisms and the jubilation, and mm-hmm. it's it's exciting for people to be excited. It's excited. It's exciting for black girls to see a black woman, you know, representation, how, as, as, you know, at the end of the day, like what, uh, nominating her as VP, what does that really say? But it, it matters. We wouldn't be advocating to see more black and brown bodies on television or 
in the movies or having our stories told if we didn't know that there was an importance of that. So I think that that is, whether you think that it's life-changing or it's policy-changing, that doesn't change the fact that this means something in history. It absolutely does. It is so, It is a historic moment. Yeah. And I think yes. that there, there are ways for us to celebrate this historic moment and yes. also be very critical of who she is and the policies that she's she's advocated for and put in place. I think that mm-hmm. we, as a people, can do both things. We can walk into them, and yes. and I'm not I'm not of the ilk of like, well, she's a black woman, so we're not about to sit up here and shame her. I don't think we need to do it on the internet because there are a lot of people looking, and I've already had I don't know if I've had this conversation with you, but I think that black people need to figure out how we get our own internet because I don't. There are a lot of there are a lot of kitchen Why do you table, say that? there are a lot of kitchen table and in the house conversations that I see black people having with other black people on the internet okay and okay give people fodder for i see for, what you're saying like, so that is something that i'm yes. Yes. a little uncomfortable with but this is what we have right now so i guess we have to use it but i i don't i'm not saying that there are things about kamala that i do not appreciate there are things mm-hmm. about her history that i think that she needs to acknowledge and reckon with and the sooner she does it the better for all of us mm-hmm. i that is that's my stance on it am i gonna vote for biden harris Absolutely. Oh yeah, yes. Because I mean, what 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 option do you have? I mean, come on. Is there conversation (laughs) about the system that we're a part of and how it leaves people feeling like they're making a vote that may be against their own benefit? That's also a conversation that I I would love for us to have. But Mm. I think that like the the instant bash or like the instant how like I felt like people were saying like how could you be happy about this as if like I'm not entitled to feel the way that I'm feeling I didn't like that yeah no and 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 I appreciate you elaborating that's why I wanted to get your opinion specifically as a black woman and what it meant to you and that's why actually I I I came across a really good tweet about it that I turned into a post um talking about how we can have both of those conversations at right. the same time. Right. And this, I'll, I'll read it out real quick. Um, her name is Brianna. Her, her, her tag on Twitter and on IG is uh, Brie Limitless. She says, I think it's okay to dislike Kamala Harris and while still acknowledging that history is being made. Mm-hmm. Those are two things that can exist at the same time. And I've, in my experience, I've come to find out the duality really be fucking niggas up. Is People have a hard... No, that's me. I'm okay. sorry. That was Ed. <laughs> I could have made that. I should have made that. This is me. This is me speaking now. Duality be just fucking some of y'all love. Like y'all, y'all struggle with duality. Like and and I get it. I get it. Duality is an uncomfortable thing sometimes because I know even for myself and my own politics and my own ideas and beliefs sometimes are in complete contradiction with each other. And that's uncomfortable. I get that. But I promise you, everyone listening, I promise you that two or more things can be true at the same time. Sometimes five things can be true all at the same time. No, I'm just I'm just (laughs) trying to drive that point home that I promise you it's okay to have complicated emotions about this or about anything in general where where maybe, you know, some of your ideas and beliefs might be kind of in conflict with each other that that's that tension is real and it's okay to 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 live in that you know what i mean because i i i absolutely agree that this it's it's absolutely history being made and it's beautiful and i'm happy particularly and especially for black women who as you alluded to earlier are you know tried and true 
blue voters. You know, if you look, if you look at any election, they're always borderline 95% usually mm -hmm. are, are going blue when it comes to black women. So in that regard, I think it was an extremely savvy pick on his part because I, I think that think he was savvy. I, I'll explain why. I think it was savvy because he was aware of, I think it was savvy for him to pick a black woman is what I'm trying to say, because I think he was very, he and his party, you know, his, his uh, aides, you know, advisors, all of that, I'm sure did the calculus and saw that they needed to have a black woman on the ticket if they were going to really, you know, if they wanted to make sure that they and had that vote locked in. And yeah. if he did yeah. not have the black woman vote, he there's no winning. Yeah, no, there's it wouldn't nothing. have happened. It yeah. wouldn't have happened. So I get that, but yeah. um, because I, I think in any other universe, at least if I was making the pick, I really wish it was Liz. I really wish it was Elizabeth Warren because mm -hmm. I think up until this point, I don't think that establishment Democrats and and that's Biden, that's right. Obama, right. all all of your centrist you know, uh, um, Democrats who mm -hmm. basically make up the establishment, I think they've done very little to to extend an, um, an olive branch to the more progressive side of our okay. party. Okay. And, and that was super disappointing for me because I very much am in that camp of folk who are very progressive and who, you know, support and advocate for progressive candidates because that's what we need to really really move the needle in this country we need we need politicians who are thinking different and who are proposing fresh ideas and bringing new things to the table and for me i'm just speaking for myself i don't get that from the centrist you know moderate democrats they, they, that they don't nothing about them enthuses me nothing it's I very vanilla nothing about it <laughs> not so, even a sprinkle no, nothing, nothing. And that's and that's why that's why I was disappointed because I really wish that it had been uh like I, I wish Elizabeth Warren was black because that would that would have just that <laughs> would have been it. If Elizabeth Warren was black, then we would she would be on the she would be the president. You're right. she, she would be would on be, the team. And we wouldn't have right. anything to talk about. No, you're Absolutely. right. You're I agree. right. I agree. You're right. With that, right. that statement could not have been more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> if Elizabeth like, Warren was black I woman, or the black woman, Elizabeth Warren. Then but, then again, but then again, but then again, if we're keeping it real, she probably might not even be on the level she's at right now, unfortunately, because that's, of that's you know, you know. So it's it's complicated. But I think for me, yeah, I, I think I'm just kind of to that point. Like, there's mm -hmm. a privilege you're allowed, and and that's another thing that I feel like. How much how much trouble did I want to get into today? Um what were you saying? Like with Kamala, right? Like I think mm -hmm. in respect to like her her time as a DA, um and a Yeah, because that's what I wanted to talk about next. Yeah. Is like if you're a black per I, I I mean, and I don't I don't I don't have all of the knowledge like I'm, I'm not speaking mm -hmm. as an expert but i feel mm -hmm. like reformative prosecutors are very it's a very new thing in this country like and so i don't know as a black woman in like the 90s being the very first black or early early aughts early aughts early, early 2000s aughts? yeah yeah early well, 2000s. no when she was a prosecutor well, yes. She, I'm sorry. I thought you were speaking to when she got her first elective office, which was no, SDA. No, no. Oh, yeah. Okay, my no. I'm saying, yeah, like, just this, her, this her career as a, as a yeah, prosecutor. Yeah, I got yeah, you. I got yeah. you. Like, I feel like being a black woman. I feel like when it comes to black people, 
holding any sort of um if, if we want to talk about elective positions like you have to prove that you're not going to be super lenient on black people like i feel like you have to prove that everything that you do is not just going to be for the is not solely a black agenda like that's mm-hmm. how i feel like in this country if you are mm-hmm. a black official you have to prove yes. that you're willing to work for everybody just not you, black basically what you're saying is you don't want to scare white folk that's really that's all it is <laughs> yeah that's so like, you, no, you went a right. long way of saying it but yeah. that's basically it you right. don't want to scare off your white base your white yeah voters. and so or like or yeah probably the base of whatever area you're mm-hmm. in is gonna be majority white mm-hmm. and so like you have to let you have to yes you're right you have to sue them in knowing mm-hmm. that they're what what they're um that you're also willing to be in the fight for them yes. and for a long time and that's why i brought up like the 90s or, or even like the 2000s the face of crime was black men like we we oh, can that wasn't just the 90s I, i'm just saying when she was, was a prosecutor so okay. i feel like, like if we wanted kamala to be more reformative like that was not a concept in criminal justice see i i that's where you and i uh diverge because we, there there's the idea of progressive you know, policies or mm-hmm. politicians, mm-hmm. while they certainly have now been more in the limelight, we're paying more attention to them. Mm-hmm. There absolutely were folk in the okay, 90s well, who were pushing back and who were against the crime bill and who felt like it was going too far, even in the democratic tent, you right. know, even I mean, in even in our own house. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not entirely disagreeing with you. I yeah. think just I do I'm just not as comfortable giving her a pass no, for her policies no. and her politics. I'm not giving her a pass either, but I I I feel like it is imperative for us to look at her No, context is important. I think exactly. that's what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yes, context yeah. is absolutely important. It is important. But I also even using that same conversation if we talk, if we want to talk about the crime bill that got passed, you know, there we I also didn't need folks like Hillary Clinton calling black kids super predators. I would never agree with you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even at the time, I feel like there was I'm sure there was way there were ways to still be quote unquote tough on crime. Which really, really it, 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 again, you've studied political science, you know what that, that term means. Yeah, it's that, all tough on crime means that means locking up black and brown bodies. Exactly. That's all that means. That's exactly. all that term means. That's yeah. that's what that, no matter who's saying that, whether it's a Democrat saying that, whether it's a Republican saying that, that's what that term means. Yeah. So I, I still think that, I still think that it's perfectly within realm. And I still think that it's fair game for us today in 2020 to be holding Joe as well. Joe was yeah. one of the biggest oh, crafters yeah. of the if crime anything, bill. anything, more than, I mean, I'm more than, because she was actually putting Black people in. No, yeah, yeah. But I, I think, I, all I'm trying to say is I think it's okay for us to be having this conversation. I don't I, think that we're yeah. out of bounds for saying, hold up, time out. Yeah. Both of y'all motherfuckers yeah. were very involved in the mass incarceration of Absolutely. people that look like me, and I don't like that. That, and I that think- doesn't make me feel good. That doesn't make me feel seen. Like, I'm not here for that. Agreed. And I think to them, they would be complete idiots to not know that people have this feeling about them. And the sooner that they reckon with how this makes people feel, regardless of, of 
how much we want to get Trump out of office and all that other stuff. Like you, I don't want to make a vote against somebody. I want to make a vote for y'all. And the only way that I could even feel remotely yes. good about that is if you reckon with your past. And I don't, to me, yes. is like, yes. it's so yes. frustrating how you don't understand that. Like I, I would be, and mm. I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's for them, if they acknowledge or if they apologize or they, you know, if, if they address it, then maybe they feel like it's going to give people more opportunity to talk. But you can't be worried about that right now because the, you, yeah. these two cannot win without black people. Without without black women mm-hmm. and and without black men, mm-hmm. and I know plenty of black men. Mm-hmm. Most most of the the pushback that I've been hearing is from black men, and I don't think that they're going to be comfortable voting for for the two of you if you do not have an honest conversation about the harm that you've done to our community. And if you are not able to do yeah, that, to and you want me to be yeah, and you want to be my president, why would I vote? Like I just why would I vote for you? Mm-hmm. And I and I and that's why I'm that's why I'm super disappointed at the way this now is being contextualized because now and I I, I saw this happen myself because on Facebook I I put a, a there's a there's a meme of Kamala I don't know if you have ever seen it with her basically like in a cop uniform and has the black and I'm blue not, flag and she's arresting a little black girl have you ever seen that meme No I haven't is it yeah, real? I'll send it really to you a, I don't want to see that. No, it's not real. It's not real at all. It's a meme. But I, I, for me, it just represents how I view her. Basically, yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. But anyhow, I posted it after on the day that the nomination was made, just saying on like, really, day? top cop Kamala is, 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 is that's who? Like that's that's who I'm supposed to be excited you about? Even and I and and. That? No, because I, I already knew. Honestly, I already knew that she was going to be the pick. I don't know why, like they even stretched it out. I knew that she was going to be the pick. So to me, it didn't come as much of a surprise. I okay. I already went through the seven stages of grief <laughs> in advance because I already knew. No, I did. I'm being honest because I already knew that that's who he was going to pick. Okay. Um. But anyhow, I got so much pushback from folk because that's the way now. Because again, now this goes back to the way politics are framed in this country. It's it's a this or that. Right. So meaning I can't voice any displeasure or any kind of discomfort about who I have to go in a booth and vote for because now that means that I'm supporting Trump. That's the only two options. Well, yeah, we need to me, really me, me, um, Yeah, because that's trash. And that's how and that's how it, and that's how it goes now. So if I if I raise my voice to say that, you know, the conversation you and I just had that I feel uncomfortable voting for the two of them based on the grounds that we just talked about. Now I support Trump and I must want Trump to win and I must not care about getting him out of office. Again, it goes back to the duality thing. People can't seem to recognize that we can have more than two conversations happening at the same time. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I, yeah, I agree. I think that that's, that's really unfair. And I, and another thing that I think people should be doing more is having conversations, asking questions. If you posted that, like, and I, and I had this on Instagram where a friend was posting some disparaging things about Kamala and Joe. And I just asked him like, what's up like where where like tell me how you're really feeling about this like i i know we can just you know send shit off and you like text him or something yeah but like no i, I just dm'd him like under under the post like what okay. what's happening here tell me how you feel because i i this is somebody yeah. that yeah. i enjoy i think he's 
pretty he's brilliant like he's a smart guy and i mm-hmm. i and he had he said the same things that you're saying like this doesn't mean that i'm gonna vote for trump and not, not that i thought that he would no but of not of course not i also <laughs> want to understand like, outside of my interpretation or like the feelings that i have about this like i'm not as attached maybe because i i also was not very familiar with kamala until a lot of like her hearing stuff and then that's when i found out yeah 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 um and so you know as a black man maybe who's had interactions with the police this could mean something very different to you than it does to me Mm. and so and i think that 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 narrative is important. That that point of view is important. And I and this is somebody that I care about. So I wanted to understand more. You and I, yeah. we haven't talked too much about this yet, but I am also not unfamiliar with how you feel about her in general. Yeah, and I think so, you're aware of yeah. <laughs> um, So I think, I mean, if, if you have somebody in your immediate circle who is posting things that maybe you don't agree with, or you want to get a better understanding as to why they are, this is a prime opportunity to just ask them, what's up? Like, where, why, like, what is, why do you feel you, that way? Exactly. What's up? Or, or sometimes people are just reposting things that they've seen on other people's pages and they don't have any attachment to it or they, they thought it was funny or whatever. And that to me is a little dangerous, but fine. That's mm-hmm. another opportunity for you to at least understand them. And then you can share information, share ideas, and we as a community can grow. But like just canceling no, I agree like with throwing you. people away or, you know, and that's to me with Kamala and even with Joe, right? They haven't done anything tangible for me to have me assume that they will be more progressive than I would want them to, or that they will, oh no, that's not true. Um, A little bit of his policies feel like they're leaning more to the left than maybe even when he was in office with Barack. And the same with her. Mm -hmm. I think sis has been in the, she's had this position for three days now. So I am, I'm of the, the elk of giving people grace and space to show us that they're different. Now, if she doesn't, or she's not doing it quickly enough, then I don't have any problem with us applying pressure before we even vote in November, because I do want people to feel excited. Like when I go vote for people, I'm really excited about that. When I voted in every, any, any election that I've participated in, I'm, I'm like eager to do it. It is something that I think is, it's very important, not just because of our civil duty, but like these people are going to represent us. And I want the best person to represent me as we can see now, or democracy doesn't fucking work. So mm-hmm. if there is, there's plenty of time between now and November for us to get to know who they are, maybe the 2020 versions of Kamala or even past her candidacy. Like I was watching, um, HBO Max has this documentary about uh, the female correspondents uh, for CNN who were like on the campaign trail. December, like they were showing uh-huh. like, um, yeah, I would encourage, I think it's called, oh, like on the line, in the line, something like that. Okay. But if you okay. have Max, watch it. It's really good. But they mm-hmm. were talking about like Super Tuesday and the Iowa car and like that, all that shit feels so far away. Like that feels like it happened years, oh, yeah, that was like and years, ago. years and years yeah. ago. And so I would assume that Kamala is not the same as she was in December as she is today. And so mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anything wrong. Then with she her. should say it. Then she should right. say it. Right. Say it. 
Right. Who, who are, where do you stand now? I, also, I don't know that she's had, I mean, I've seen a couple of <laughs> so far, but like, there's going to be plenty of time for us to be reintroduced to her. And so to me, like, to me, that was kind of the thing where it was like, when people were bashing her day one, once she just got nominated, it's like, y'all, we don't even, like, this could be a completely different person right now. And maybe I'm in a space where like, I'm reinventing or reimagining or reintroducing myself to myself. And so I'm like, if people were doing that to me, I would feel like shit. Like, you don't, you're not even giving me the opportunity to show you that I'm different now and you're assuming that I'm going to be you know this way let me let me show you who I am so I would just ask that we do that now if she doesn't do it or she's tiptoeing and pussyfooting and you know answering around the questions then we give her I'm I'm all here for giving people the sauce but like can we can we can we wait (laughs) well like that's my only I see I see what you're saying and and there's one person's post in particular that just like I like gagged as I was reading it. And this was Ava's post. Oh. Uh, Ava, Ava, Ava DuVernay. So now I'm going to exit the chat because I don't, I, there's nothing that I can say to uh... <laughs> nah, Yo, yeah, I felt a way after that one. But basically, I'm, I'm not even going to read the whole thing. But basically, th- this is what she's, uh, this, this part is a direct quote from that post where she says, there is no debate anymore. There's no room for it in my book. We either make this happen or literally more of us perish. People are dying. Someone I love died. This virus is real. If it hasn't visited your doorstep, it will. Oh, but Kamala did this or she didn't do that. I hear you. I know. And I don't care. So there's more, but I just wanted to like break that one down even as a start. For me, I was just, honestly, I thought, I thought it was like I honestly thought it was fake once I saw like this making the rounds on on Twitter because for me I was like wait time out like Ava Ava's all everything I know about Ava and the and the projects she's created whether it's 13th or whether it's when they see us everything that I know about her is her advocating for you know criminal justice reform talking about how we need to you know all, all of that so for her to <laughs> it's crazy I'm, as I'm even saying it for her to have created those projects and then now turn around and tell us yeah. that we that she doesn't care about Kamala's history a woman who was responsible for putting more black men behind bars in her state than anyone who preceded her like like we what do you mean you don't care like yeah. you you created entire projects talking about the fact that you do care. So what do you mean now that you don't care? What? And like, to me, I don't, that was so bizarre. Like, wait, what are you even saying? Like, what? I think, yeah, I think <laughs> that, that kind of goes back to like your blind, um, you blindly following these people or like your blind admiration for somebody or like, especially yeah. in this realm. Like that to me is, is super dangerous. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't say that to Trump like yes he's done all these heinous things in the past but I don't care like if somebody said yeah. that you'd be like what the fuck like you're crazy that's an interesting hill to, yeah. to climb up on. yeah <laughs> I know and it was the yeah. next part that I thought that even bothered me ever, uh, even more I'll read it again I'll read the next part she says so I don't want to hear anything bad about her hmm. oh, okay it doesn't <laughs> matter to me vote them in and then let's hold them accountable mm. and before I even go to the next part I want to make clear to everyone 
at least in, like that's a fucking myth. This whole myth of voting people in and then holding them accountable. Look where we are with fucking Trump. What do you mean? Uh, what accountability are we talking about? Anything once they're what is this accountability that we think yeah. that, that that we have for our presidents? We're literally living through it right now, showing the fact that the, there is no accountability. So what do you mean that now when, once they get in and once they're elected is now when things are suddenly going to change? Like, that, to, at least to me, I don't know how you feel about that line, but for me, that's a myth. This whole, like, oh, we'll hold them accountable once they're in there, once we give them or bestow this power on them. What are we talking about? We're literally living through the fact that that's not the case. So what, are y'all <laughs> even, what are you even talking about when you say that? What does that even mean? Now, I'm not going to lie. I fell for the Kool-Aid because I was like, oh, yeah, we can absolutely do that. We just need to get him out. We just need to get him out. We just need to get him out. So I, 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 Which can I want him too. I want him out too. But I this whole, you this don't. whole idea of that once they get in, we'll all of a sudden have some level of power or to, to exert over them, to hold them accountable. I don't know what y'all talking about with that part. Maybe someone can explain to me because I don't get that part because I, I don't, can. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't explain <laughs> it because I agree with you. I think if there if there is no um there's no better example of that once somebody is in office, there the motherfuckers is in office and there's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> We're looking that right now. The nigga we got right now. Like there so, we didn't even have to look that far back. <laughs> and I think I think about? I think a lot of people are thinking about like you're saying, leaders that we've had in the past where their legacy matters to them. What we write about them in the history books matter to them. So they're not going to push as far as maybe the current resident is. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to, my fear, honestly, Mm -hmm. outside of him being reelected, because if we think that things are bad now, if we give this motherfucker four more years, bro. Oh yeah, because then he has no reelection to worry about. He's ready in there. First of all, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, my sis is holding on. Oh, she ain't going to make another Trump presidency. Dear, we need to let her rest I I like I just want her to not have to deal with none of this shit. Has anyone checked on her today? Like she's, we need to start a I, campaign. Have you checked on, on Ruth today? Yeah, I, I send her, she's in, always in my prayers because <laughs> okay, okay. truly, like, and that's not no for like I'm serious because I definitely oh, I, think that yeah. once she thought Hillary was gonna win and then she could just go on. To yeah, glory, you yeah, know, yeah. and she's been holding on. She's she made has. It. God bless that, her heart. Truly, truly, truly. But we need to let that lady give that sis a break. Like she's. I, I'm not gonna speak for her because I don't know her, but I, I just feel like we need to we and and so that's we need to pray on her as as they say in church. We need to pray Absolutely. on her. <laughs> and so I think like you know that's fair to say like I don't I don't I don't care. We just need to get him out. But it's like no, we need to care. Like we really do. For absolutely yeah. matters. It if does. you do not care about somebody, do not vote for them. Like that doesn't make any. That's not something. That's not precedent we want to send to yeah. new voters. Even yeah. you have a huge platform. I agree. Huge. With you. Like as some, if there's anybody that I would assume would have ever said that, it would absolutely not. Yeah, it was so bizarre. I I saw the post going around. I honestly didn't read it because like I didn't want to hear anything else about Kamala. But yeah. um. You know, it's and then but I do I do. There are a quite quite a few posts that I saw later about like um, holding space for a black woman, which I thought was really important. Like and this is the thing, too, where I'm talking about, like, I wish we we had a safe space where we can globally talk as black people without having other people be able to like ease be a part of that conversation. conversation. Yeah, it is. 
it's 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 really painful to hear people say negative things about the very first woman of color black woman to ever be on a vp ticket like you know and that may not mean a great deal to you and that's fine but it means a great deal to a lot of people it means a oh great no deal. it does you know, it does. Like, like, I could, like i said i could walk and chew gum no i no, agree no, no, with I you I hear what you're saying yeah. but i think yeah. in association to any feelings that you have about her policy like people weren't saying i hate kamala's policy it felt like they were saying i hate kamala or calling her you know or calling her a cop or what like she i don't think she was ever really a police officer but i and i understand she called herself top that top cop is is a direct quote from her she identified referred to herself as a top cop i I didn't i didn't make that up i would love to just have a good little kiki with her because i don't know that I've seen her well out of black women, which is another conversation for another day. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I think that was the thing people were the most upset about was like, okay, well, like we finally get a sister in the space, and now y'all want to talk rag on the sister. Like that, I think that that's where a lot of those feelings were coming on. But I would never tell anybody that I don't care yeah. about the person that I'm voting okay. for. That yeah. feels really oh, no, like you said earlier, I think it was just another reminder for myself because I think that burst my little bubble. I and not to say that like I all of a sudden don't care for Ava. That's not the tr- that's not the case at all. Sure. But I think it was just another reminder for me that just like you said earlier, you really can't attach yourself to these celebrities, man, because oh, yeah. they they're human, they're fickle, just like the rest of us. Like a you mother. might you yeah. might think everything's cool, you know, and then yeah, shit. This other day, you know, I thought Tory Lanez was doing good for the people, and now he's out here shooting <laughs> black women. So you really can't you really can't attach yourself to these motherfuckers because they're just like us. And, even and even when it comes to your politician, like yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm very, I'm very much of you start fucking up, you're not gonna be in that position again. Like it's mm-hmm. really, it's really that simple for me because because the power at the this is really like <laughs> the power at the end of the day is with us. Every vote counts, and I say that <laughs> with a bunch of asterisks. That's me trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> Uh, I really like. I don't want to feel this way about my country anymore. But like, bro, this shit is fucking painful. It is. It is. It is. But look, you know what? You you. We could talk about this all day, and we will. There will be another. We do want to have a a a full blown episode about you know the election and everything. That's definitely on our docket. Um, forgive me. I just got a little. You know, this is a little emotional for me because I just I didn't I didn't like some of the energy that I saw flowing around about people like trying to silence folks who are have genuine concerns. No, but I think I for me, just like you said, it w- it would mean a lot to me. And this goes back to our very last episode about apologies. If 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 she if Kamala got up there, and I, I, don't get me wrong, on some of why I, I would know it's her politicking, but I think the even more than that if she were to go up behind a mic and 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 not necessarily a tone but even just speak to her track record yeah. as yeah. A, as a prosecutor and say how you know now in retrospect she can see how some yes. of her policies were yes. harmful yes. and that wasn't her intention and she was doing the best she could being a black person in that space i if she just went and did that just an acknowledgement alone would go a long way for me. You and know I don't mean? know, maybe somebody that's listening knows her, knows her people, has a connect. Tell that bitch, she needs to do exactly what Obi just said. Yeah, she needs to do it. it. And soon, and as soon as possible. Truly, yeah, truly, truly. Yeah. 
Don't even do it by him because he's not off the hook either. Have, no, bring but I'm sure. And speak to the crime bill and speak to how, you know, just yeah. have a convert. Like you said earlier, we're ripe. We're having these conversations right now. Exactly. If there's if there ever was a time to have this conversation, now. It's now. Take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah, that's gonna win you even more votes than you already won by by being the the first black woman you know in, on the ticket in that I way. Can, this is gonna win you even more if you just own it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sure. But sure. anyhow, we'll leave it at that <laughs> on on politics because yeah, we'll, we'll that might turn into the whole episode. You know what I mean? Uh, well, we, <laughs> we, took, we took a little break this week. We find, I mean, I don't know what I was waiting for, but like uh, I finally saw Black is King. Okay. Okay. And I asked you to do same. the same. I did. I watched it this today, actually. So it's fresh. Yeah, okay, I still, good. Good. Yeah, I and head, yeah. I, I remember when we, <laughs> I remember when we saw, I think the trailer came out or one of the videos came out and you told <laughs> you texted me and told me that you had feelings already. And yeah. I said, Obi, did you watch it? And you said no. And I said, well, then I don't have anything to talk to you about. Yes. Only speak from a place of of right. knowledge. Yes. And so we yes. finally both have watched it. And I figured we, you know, we could just chop it up and, and see what your thoughts were. I want you For to share. Sure. You no, know, if there's one thing I have, it's always thoughts. So you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm here for this conversation. That's okay. Um. I thought a really great place to start would be, um, and and we'll we'll talk about this more. And and I think you, I saw you going through it earlier, so I think you saw that I added it in because mm-hmm. I think what what tends to be missing when we um, when we consume art, and whether that's music, whether that's paintings, whether that's um, a movie, a film, whatever it may be, a, a book, I think a lot of times what's missing is an appreciation for context. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever taken like an art, we all took art classes back in the day, but this is actually something that you go into in depth when you're, when you're studying art is understanding the context. So that's why I wanted to start off with hearing directly from Beyonce Mm -hmm. and we're really happy to announce that we actually got her on our podcast today. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pleasure to have you with us today, Beyonce. <laughs> I know Nana's a longtime fan. You know, oh I'm 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 recently come around on you, you know. But so you know, stupid. she she's here, just you know, she you know, she needs her rest, so she wasn't comfortable talking. But right. I'm gonna read I'ma read this from her though. This little, <laughs> this little 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 uh, piece she she wrote for us, uh-huh. um, but no, really and truly, this is beyond. This was probably towards the end of June, um, leading up to um, the project's release. She put out an Instagram post where mm-hmm. it was kind of, and I really enjoyed it. Actually, it was kind of like a, a really heartfelt message talking about what the project meant to her. Um, so actually. I'm gonna let you read it because I think you know <laughs> you might sound a little closer to Beyonce than I do. You know what I mean? Okay. I, that's, yeah, that's if you don't mind, because I really think I really think uh, you'll see why I wanted us to 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 read it in a little. Okay, bit. not a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, these are these are Beyonce's thoughts on Black is King. Uh, mm-hmm. I typically keep comments short and sweet, but I just watched the trailer with my family and I'm excited. Please don't get me hype. Black is King is a labor of love. It is my passion project that I've been filming, researching, and editing day and night for the past year. I've given it my all, and now it's yours. 
It was originally filmed as a companion piece to The Lion King, The Gift, uh, The Gift soundtrack, and meant to celebrate the breadth and beauty of Black ancestry. I never, I, I could never have imagined that a year later, all the hard work that went into this project would serve a greater purpose. The events of 2020 have made the film's vision and message even more relevant as people across the world embark on a historic journey. We are all in search of safety and light. Many of us want change. I believe that when Black people tell our own stories, we can shift the access of the world and tell our real history of generational wealth and richness of soul that are not told in our history books. With this visual album, I wanted to present elements of Black history and African tradition with a modern twist and a universal message and what it really means to find your self-identity and build a legacy. I spent a lot of time exploring and absorbing the lessons of past generations and the, rich, the rich history of different African customs. While working on this film, there were moments where I felt overwhelmed, like many others in my creative team, but it was important to create a film that instills pride and knowledge. I only hope that watching you leave feeling inspired to continue building a legacy that impacts the world in an immeasurable way. I pray that everyone sees the beauty and resilience of our people. This is a story of how the people left most broken have extra, extra, extra ordin, extraordinary gifts. <laughs> Thank you to Blitz, Emmanuel, Ibra, Jen, Pierre, DeKale, uh, Quissy, and all the brilliant creatives. Thank you to all at Disney for giving this Black woman the opportunity to tell this story. This experience has been an affirmation of a grand, a grandier purpose. My only goal is that you watch it with your family and that it gives you pride. Love y'all, B. Thank you. Thank you. Extraordinary. Um, or just a fucking yeah. Goddamn. Extraordinary. I see. I see. I see. You, what, what do you say? And then you hit us. I say extraordinary. Extraordinary. Okay. Extraordinary. Yeah, Not and I'm I'm a little I'm a little disappointed in you. You you hit us with the real Anglo-Saxon pronunciation of Kwasi there. Earlier. No, I didn't. Kwasi. I wasn't ready You're, from a Ghanaian. Who is Kwasi? Yeah. That is not how you or am it. I? You're fucking it up. It's Don't not Kwasi. No, it's not. Say it again. Kwasi. Kwasi. No. Oh, Kwasi. okay. Because every time I've ever met someone with that name, that's how they that's how they said it. So then I was all Quasi is what they yeah. say. Oh, I ain't never heard that. Yes. Yeah. I had a friend named Quasi. Well, anyway. But no, First the all, main the main reason why I wanted to yeah, we don't need to get into it. <laughs> oh no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Not ahead. Not only because uh Quasi is so you know, day names, Ghanaian day names, a Kosia Kwesi. Like that's yes. my brother's. What name. day of like, the week is that one? Sunday. So if there's a day that I know it's that one. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Because I'm always trying to come to somebody. It's okay. I've offended the Canadian. My you did. Fault. My fault. I'm trying to check um, me. But no, the, the main reason why I wanted to offer Beyonce an opportunity to, you know, <laughs> say what the project meant to her is because I think that's the only way that we should really have this conversation is with an understanding of what her intention was behind Thank it. Thank you. And I, I think, think that, that was, that's... I agree. Yeah, I think that's the only way we can have a good faith and like, you know, conversation about it is if we start from there. Mm -hmm. Quick timeout. If y'all have not watched it yet, now this is the only warning you're getting. Because <laughs> oh, for the next, yeah, for the next like hour and a half, that's all we're going to be talking about. 
So highly recommend if you haven't watched it yet, that's okay. Hit the pause button, jump on the Disney Plus. It's only $6.99. It's worth it. Um, and check it out. And you can always come back and 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 revisit the, the second half of our combo. You so that's it. Because I that's thought we, we were late. So I was like, by this time, everybody done seen it. But you that's a good point. People may have not. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Just in case. That's, that's fair. Yep. And so the next thing that I wanted to kind of get into um, is just a quick crash course for, for mm-hmm. all y'all or, or a refresh from art class way back in high school or whenever the last time you might have taken an art class is, is as we look at art and pieces of, of art, there are a number of factors that influence and affect what we see. So I'm going to read. This is actually was from a, a course or a um, course that I came across online that really had a good slide on this. Um, so it says specific to artwork, context consists of all the things about the artwork that might have influenced the art or the maker or artist, but which are not actually part of the artwork. Contextual information can deepen and improve our understanding of an artwork. With some additional contextual information about the time, the culture, and the artist, we can become more informed. Mm -hmm. All art exists in a context. More accurately, all art exists in multiple contexts. And I think that's a good way to put it. And there's three major, uh, when we speak of context and art, there's three major ones. The first one is, is historical context. So what that means is, you know, time is the most basic and first context we consider. When we say when in time, the question is also related to where in time. And that obviously that's, she she speaks to that herself mm-hmm. when she says that, that the, the work took on a new meaning when it was released now in 2020 in light of everything that's been happening. Right. Next is artist context. Through this kind of, con- uh, I'm sorry, though this kind of context is often ignored in more recent trends of visual research, the context for the artist or creator includes their culture, where they grew up, family values, etc. And we know for for Beyonce, she grew up in Houston, yeah. and that's a very huge part of her culture and, and her identity. Mm-hmm. Um, their place, so geography, city, rural, home, traveling. Um, this was from, uh, I, I guess as a quick aside, this was from a slide uh, talking about contextualizing paintings so that's why they use those as as examples but if we think of of black as king um the geography is i would say it's the united states and africa is probably the two the two places we're talking about and then lastly the artist's personal perspective or worldview um all of which are aspects that are unique to their identity so obviously for beyonce um, who does have, you know, Cajun uh, uh, history, you know, Cajun blood, mm-hmm. you know, but her worldview is as a Black American woman, as an African American woman. That's right. the lens of which she views the world, you know, and I think it's important that we, you know, kind of spell all this out before we, we talk about it. And lastly is viewing context. Again, this has much more, this is much more relevant with like painted or like visual art, like, mm-hmm. like like paintings or or sculptures, um, but also where you're viewing the art is important. And in this context, Beyonce created, she decided to use film mm-hmm. as her medium, as mm-hmm. she's done with, I think, all of her projects going back to 2016, ever since Lemonade. Since has, each of them has had a full... Beyonce, full... self-titled, she did this. 
True. It yeah. wasn't. So, it wasn't so cinema. It like it wasn't like cinematic in respect to like one story being told, but it was. Mm-hmm. You know. But it was also yeah. So this is the 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 way she's chosen to share her art, and I think it's a very powerful way to do it. Love it. Um, mm-hmm. because Thank she's you. able to tie in obviously her beautiful music. Mm-hmm. We've all, we've always known her to be you know obviously an amazing singer, but I think now we're also getting a chance um, with her recent projects to also understand her as a visual artist. And I've really enjoyed seeing her growth as an artist in that aspect. I'm a little biased, obviously, because, <laughs> you know, the visual arts are, are kind of what I'm into. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, I, I can definitely name my oh, bias. Right? When it comes yeah. to that. I, I wonder from like somebody who works through imagery, like you. Yeah. 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 That. No, that's, for yeah, sure. But no, so I, I thought that it was important to at least bring the, do, do, does the name that ring a bell? Do you remember that from art class? Or do you, you know, have you one, seen I, that kind of? I, I never took an art history class because them motherfuckers okay. was always at eight o'clock on a Friday. So Ooh, yes, hello early. But nope. um, but this was actually really helpful, even because I rewatched it again. I watched it okay. like, for the first time, and then I rewatched it again. Um, okay. And it, this knowing, like, seeing this was also something to help kind of um, place her her telling of the story and then mm-hmm. even me as a viewer like how absolutely. am i absorbing this absolutely um, so these different contexts were were really helpful so thank no you. and that's a great segue you made right there because i i think it's also important particularly for you and i you know as immigrants mm-hmm. um or as first generation immigrants to also understand that we are going to have a different touch point or a different understanding of what mm. this piece of art is mm-hmm. because we're bringing in, again, we're talking about context. We're bringing in a different context than Beyonce was. And really and truly, maybe even, I because if I think when I really sat down and thought about it, because I really wanted to, inter- you know, kind of flesh this out, I'm not the intended audience for this project. Yeah. I don't, at least I don't think I am. I, I, don't, I, in, in I don't my, think so either. Maybe me. Yeah, I think then. Oh mm-hmm. man, just because of mm-hmm. my association with with my country, like with my mother's mm-hmm. country. But I mm-hmm. I agree. I do not think this is for Africans from Africa. No, in no, Africa. exactly. This isn't for us. Yeah. And I think that's and and I and I also um, I'm more than comfortable calling myself out. I think that's the reason why because I I I I made a, a turn with Beyonce when it came to this project. Mm-hmm. Be- so, you know, let's, before I give myself away, I'm curious what you thought I, I, I thought of the project. Like, like knowing me and how I feel about Beyonce, <laughs> what do you think? How do you think I thought of it going into so it? So, I remember when The Gift came out, when the, when the mm-hmm. soundtrack came out mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. The Lion King. Um, Last year, movie. yep. Yeah. And you... You and I had a conversation. I think the day that it came out, you had texted mm-hmm. me and was like, there's not enough East African representation in this music. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I shared with you that as somebody from West Africa, I was it was very exciting to hear Tree in, in a song. Oh, absolutely. I, and, I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. And then to to for her to be um like Shatawele, that's a, a musician that I'm familiar with. Like, mm-hmm. so it was exciting to kind of see that level of representation from mm-hmm. from my mother's country in this with this 
I mean, Beyonce is not just a superstar. Like, this bitch is the fucking sun, and we all kind of orbit her. Like, she <laughs> kind of... Okay. And, all and right. I, I, I'm not even saying that in respect to, like, her as a person, but in the music industry, she oh, absolutely. is it. You know what I'm she's, saying? She, she's absolutely the biggest pop yeah. star. Yeah, and so, I like, know. having... Yeah, so having somebody that, that you're familiar with from a country that people... <laughs> regularly confused with Guyana, a part of a song with probably one of the largest artists on the planet. It's, 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 it's huge. It's really, you know, it says something, but I, I have my level of ignorance where I'm not familiar. I, and this is, this conversation, honestly, with you allow me to realize that I'm not as, as, um, as educated when it comes to the other countries of my continent and so i think that i was living in my siloed war of like this is really fun for west africans and i yeah yeah we get some shine this is good (laughs) yeah i wasn't thinking of central and eastern and like you know southern like i just i wasn't like it wasn't even on my radar i was just appreciating this body of music because i i enjoy beyonce i think that she's a wonderful artist the album was really great and this this add a bonus of like this my language is in here. You know, like that's kind of the association that I have with it. I have a story about that too, once you're done. Please. And so knowing how you felt originally about the music, and then when you text me from whatever sphere that you were introduced to this movie, I don't know if you saw a Twitter post or you Black watched Twitter. a trailer. Black Twitter. Yeah. Yep. And so I was like, and I knew people had already been rumbling about even after everybody had said, where is the East? At-? Like, I mean, when you're talking about, and you kind of school me on this, when you talk about the Lion King, I think it's based out in Kenya. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> in, it's, 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 in, it's literally in, in East Africa. <laughs> well, you would have to have some sort of affiliation with the East. The fact that You'd hope. we, we <laughs> talked about this when the album came out and then the visual comes and there's still a lack of East African representation. Like I, So I knew that there may have been some gripes from from that point i but like you i by the time you text me i hadn't seen it yet and so and i knew that i didn't want to watch it in a space where i couldn't give it my full attention yes likewise yeah. same here so that's kind of what took me so long to finally watch it um mm-hmm. and so i knew i figured a lot of whatever conversation you wanted to have about your feelings on it was leaning towards that side. I think I definitely mm-hmm. figured just seeing the small visuals that I saw, like from IG posts or um, I think the power video, like I knew it was going to be beautiful. I knew she was going to look magnificent. I knew the fashions were going to be amazing. And I figured you would be able to appreciate that, but I knew that there was going to be some sort of a disconnect with the level of re- of representation from mm-hmm like the entire continent but then and this is why i really appreciated you sharing the post that she sent on instagram was Mm -hmm. everybody kept saying that like this was beyonce's love letter to africa where did she say that Mm -hmm. she didn't say Mm -hmm. that she i Mm -hmm. think a lot of us were projecting some things absolutely and i'm one of them i'm one of them myself yeah and so i really like even reading that (laughs) i think because i remember because beyonce don't post captions like she literally no not very rarely give us a picture and she calls it a day and so post and and, go gets her three million likes exactly yeah and so when she shared this i think it kind of put every it made everybody stop and read it because we don't ever really hear from her like this um certainly was the case for me absolutely exactly and so 
so like I think that I, I won't say too much because but yeah I figured you were going to be disappointed with the level of representation of the entire continent or like better better representation from the east especially after so many people had objections about that when the album came out initially yeah. well just to speak of like how powerful it is to hear your mother tongue mm. um on that kind of platform mm -hmm. and this is why i texted you earlier today to ask if you listened to burner boy's album twice mm -hmm. as tall his new right. album because he has a he has a track on there uh called time flies and mind you i i i, li I started i pressed play on the album uh -huh. not having seen the feature list or the okay, track list. Okay. So I just, because I wanted to just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, just like, I'm just going to listen, start to finish. Doesn't really matter who's on here. Let me okay. just, I, that's usually what I like to do with music specifically. For I like sure. to give it a first pass. Like, let me just yeah. listen to it. Not going to read anything about it. So I'm not getting kind of Other influenced by that. Really, yeah. yeah. And so towards the end of the album, there's a track called, which I came to find out later, is called Time Flies. And it features a Kenyan uh a Kenyan uh group called Saudi Soul. Okay. And they're singing in Swahili mm. in, on segments of song. That made me actually cry. Oh like oh, really? there I I wasn't there's there's no there's no way and it's hard to even describe. Yeah. There's no way to put into words how powerful it is to hear your mother tongue. It's unreal. On 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 a song or on a yeah. project that you yeah. know is going is just global. It's a yeah. global thing that's yeah. that millions of people across the world are gonna hear. Yeah. And so hearing a piece of you, you know, kind of shared and 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 be really being put on blast in that way, it mm. was super emotional for me. And I that, sure. I think that's one of the few times it's not often that music will move me to tears. I'm sure it's happened before, but yeah, it was super powerful. And I think, I think for me, once I had that experience with, with, um, with that song, with Time Flies, and then also in combination with the thread that I shared uh, earlier, or I guess I was towards the end of last week about, um, there's a, there's a, a, a check I follow on Twitter. Her name is Bisola. She did this really dope thread of oh, like yes, yes, yes. reimagining so like basically good. like like yeah. yes like here are all the you know black black celebrities American yeah. black american celebrities yeah here here's where you know if i had to pick a country of maybe where they might hail from yeah this is where and so i love that thread it was such a beautiful thread um and once i remember just the response i got in my dms from folks saying like how much they enjoyed that thread and how mm -hmm. and a lot of them i got a few people asking me to like kind of you know guess where they might be from <laughs> i had folks sending me like you know pictures of their parents so i think for me it, it's those two things happening early this week yeah and understanding how powerful it's been for black americans you know, or, or or before I even go there, just the longing that so many Black Americans have in terms of being reconnected with their roots yeah. and understanding their ancestry and yeah. understanding from 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 whence they you know you know from whence they came. I sometimes I forget that to be completely honest. Sometimes Girl, I forget. Yeah, but, and I think it's because again, if we want to speak about context. My worldview is I know where I'm from. I was I I know I know the hospital I was born. I you know I I know I've seen where my you know my parents and my grandparents and my family, you know. So for me, 
I've never had that longing. So, yeah. and unless you've ever had that, there's no way to fully appreciate that. At you know all. what I mean? So I think once I had those two experiences, I think that I'm happy that I had those before I actually watched Black is King. Mm-hmm. Because I think that allowed me, or that really freed me to really just enjoy the project for what it is without having my context and on, on top of it. And that's why I wanted to, that's why I'm happy we had that discussion about context initially, because it's important. And and I also was intentional about not reading any think pieces as well. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't read a single one. I was like, I want to just watch <laughs> this and have my own opinion of yeah. it. And I'm so happy that I went that route. Yeah. Because there's so many other times, with Beyonce specifically, where oh, people I'll it. read all the think pieces and then I'll watch the project, and now I'm having I'm influenced by what I read. I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? They're right. This yeah. was tra- th- yeah. yeah. Why did she do that? I didn't like. Yeah. When and then it's kind of like, oh well. What, you know, going back to last week, is is that my thought or is that or, just what I read exactly. and I'm regurgitating now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because I think that it was a a, a beautiful project, and I kind of wish. I think I would have, I would have, I maybe would have felt differently last year with the soundtrack if it came out together with the visual project. Mm. I don't, I think, I just speaking for myself, I don't think I would have had some of those same feelings, which is still valid when it comes yeah, to representation that's, 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 um, or the lack thereof or of yeah. some parts of Africa. Um, but even then, if we want to talk about, and, 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 you know, this is historical, if we want to talk about where most Black Americans' ancestry derived from it's west africa for the most part you know i mean they yeah maybe you know the portuguese came to our shores and and so did the indians and 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 picked up some some of my people but really and truly for for most black americans you're talking about atlantic it's yeah their ties are going to be with west africa so i think i also had to kind of be just put myself on time out like this isn't for me and this isn't about me like this her this love letter this 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 project that she created was for her and mm-hmm. i and i imagine it was a very emotional and intimate mm-hmm. experience for her mm-hmm. um but anyhow i don't want to i don't want to like you know dominate the the mic here but i just wanted to bring that up and say that i think that freed me to just enjoy the project for what it is yeah. and i'm happy i did that you yeah. know cuz cuz i'm sure that that same the way you know time flies really struck a nerve with me i'm sure that that's probably the same way a lot of black americans probably felt watching this mm-hmm. so Even- who am i to now come and burst that bubble and say <laughs> you know like what, what for what why what 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 is that serving for me right. to now come and and try and break that down oh no she technically she didn't represent <laughs> this tribe for what like what 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 good is that doing really you know yeah. what i mean and i think i mean i don't and i and this kind of echoes back to the Kamala conversation. I don't think that we can we can celebrate this project and critique it in the same breath. I think that there's definitely space to do both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um and like it is it's important. I think especially when it comes to like more tribal things or like ritualistic things, like that should be done with a level of respect. Um, and sure. I'm, I'm not familiar, so I'm not going to say that she didn't do that, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with, um, people feeling a way about this project or critiquing it, but I don't think that that takes anything away from how 
I think how well well made it was. There are some gripes that I have with it, of course, because you know. No, say yeah, yeah. But um, I was inc- I was so overwhelmed by just yeah. The, you had that on the, the top. Of show. Your notes. It 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 was it was it was like the beauty of this piece mm-hmm. is like just mm-hmm. outside of what it means who it's for just mm-hmm. visually and then of course like orally like it, this the music is really great i've, I've always been a oh, huge beautiful. fan of the gift yeah. um yeah. that's that's a way for you to of course enjoy it mm-hmm. um but yeah no i was like watching it i think the very first scene um like i said i was i was at a friend's house when i watched this and i had to okay. like, act to rewind it because I, I wasn't sure like i was like wait is it on like are you on like <laughs> I, I, something happened and she said something and i was just like oh shit like we're okay no you need to like, oh you're here we're, we're doing this like three minutes in but i was like i need to i need to see it from its inception like from the very yes beginning. yes um but yeah just completely completely taken up taken aback from like how beautiful the entire project was um the colors and like the beautiful skin tones and just it was it was so lovely to see that many black people on screen looking like 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 gold like just like oh yeah i I don't even and even and outside of like the dancers and you know people that were clearly a part of the production, but I my favorite parts were when they went to the cities, when they went to the actual areas where people lived, um, like that, like everybody just it was just it was beautiful, and like you were saying, like to be able to see play home, like you know I don't know how many people watch Black is King, but I'm sure it's in the millions of millions, and. Oh, for sure to know that my country was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it was like, so it wasn't some raggedy destitute flies every, you know, like just the way that people typically picture Africa or Africans, like Mm -hmm. that's the one thing that um, if, if we're talking about representation and how this, because a it's Beyonce and it's with Disney, like there are so many connotations where people would not see Ghana and maybe not in its truest form but in a form that it exists um Mm -hmm. was like something that was like I could not it it carried me through the film like that was something that was really powerful to me nice nice no and and also my kind of initial thoughts as well um yeah and and I think that's interesting because I know obviously you you are uh, a designer and a stylist so I'm sure that, that spoke to you you know because I loved I just I saw the costume design and, yeah. and if there's if there's anything Beyonce does it's pay attention <laughs> to and she she nailed it like just in terms of everything whether it was the 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 face painting that people had along the way the 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 the, the choice and like the colors that their bodies were painted and the symbology that that's behind that you know there was a, just a whole you know, you, you could, and I shared the link with you. When you get a chance, check it out. There's so much symbolism in in the project that a lot yeah. of folks that might completely go over a lot of folks' head if I you, think, unless you're familiar with it. Yeah, so and I, I, think I was impressed by that because I was like, oh shit, she did her research, she did her homework, like for sure. This is yeah. definitely something that you probably watch one time just to watch it, and then you yeah. watch another time to kind of try to not dissect it in a sense to like find error, but like just to better understand, pick up on some yeah. stuff that you might have missed yeah. even the first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know for me as a visual artist myself, that's what spoke to me the most was just the cinematography was beautiful. Um, you know, the way it was shot. And and I think before we even go any further, it's important to also mention that 
from top to bottom she worked exclusively with black creatives and mo and mm -hmm. the overwhelming majority of them were african yeah. and that's yeah. that's beautiful that's amazing that's yeah. i love that yeah i love that yeah. um i really i feel like i feel like solange been applying a little pressure on her and i'm grateful either for that or she's whatever version of beyonce we've been getting recently i'm here for <laughs> it it's definitely solo inspired. Yes, yeah, and, and again, I'll be, I'll keep it a buck. And I think you know this because uh, I've, I've probably had same conversation with Antoinette too. Like I've never particularly cared for Beyonce, the pop star. Never really know. done much for me. Not like cool. She's she's talented. Yeah, I get that. But <laughs> this version of Beyonce, I feel like we've had for the past like four or five years. I love it. I'm here for Bro, it. Lemonade. I t like every. People love, like, there's a, a ongoing debate between which album is better, Lemonade or Self-Titled. And it's going to be Lemonade for me every single time because uh -huh. I think the level of depth that we're getting from her. Yes, now, yes. Um, we're going beneath the surface. It's yeah. not just pop, yeah. pop songs and ballads. Like, we're getting to some real shit. And the funny thing is, I think in one of the articles that I shared, like that I read for um, this episode, they'd mentioned that she hasn't had a number one since like 2015. 2015. Yeah, or like a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to me that we're getting this social justice advocate, this black is king, this black is beautiful, this black lives matter, like this, 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 this entuned Beyonce, this, I have something to say, Beyonce, this, my story is bigger than your entertainment, mm -hmm. Beyonce, mm -hmm. that she hasn't been, um, rewarded in the same way that she did when she was out here talking about cater to you and yeah, you know, yeah. bills. And not to yeah. say that like I, I lived for that Beyonce as well, but it is very interesting to me that with everything that she's been sharing with us, how personal she's gotten Extremely about powerful, her journey yeah. to find mm -hmm. herself. Um that that like people are there's not there's a lack I at least in the music industry of appreciation but I like I agree with you I I don't know if if Solange sat her down and was like sis I know you got I, more to say to these people yeah, yeah. In, in my mind <laughs> I feel like that's what happened you know let me just theorize I feel like she sat her down one day I don't know if they were in Terme, if they were down in New Orleans. Uh, or something. Uh -huh. I, they, they, I feel like she had a combo with her. Like, sis, I know, <laughs> I know you can give, I know you can give them more than what you're giving them right now. Right. You know what I mean? Or maybe, maybe Beyonce always wanted to do that. I, 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 it's there's a feat. Like again, and I, I don't bring this up because I think you know number ones are important, but like you do take a hit in some way when you're being more authentic to yourself, when you're sharing different oh, aspects of yourself, when your music isn't this, you know, even when she's hitting us with the, you know, the, the, uh, what is it called? Oh, my brain. Um, like the more upbeat songs, the more, like the more rump shaking songs, ladies, the things that you, yeah. can, you know, shake your ass to, there's mm -hmm. still a story. There's still a meaning. Um, 
power. Like there's there's something very, very uplifting in that song, even though you can like move your body in all different types of way to that music. But mm-hmm. you know, like she's it's and it's very clear now that she is addressing the black community. She is here yes. to uplift yes. the black community. Yes. She is using her platform to solely speak to the black experience. And, and that's what felt like what for me <laughs> yeah. in, in oh, her okay. earlier work. Yeah. And that's why I just it it it's it was good. I'm not I'm I I would never speak to her or or even lie to anyone. Yeah, she's talented. super talented. <laughs> I've always been able to appreciate her in that sense. But right. for me it was like okay well what and again, maybe that's just my own kind of worldview, and it's important to kind of call that out. But for me, particularly when it comes to black artists, I don't need you to just be up there and being a minstrel show. That's what white folk have expected for us for decades: is to go up and tap our feet and you know sing a good, you know, cool, great. Mm-hmm. But what else are you bringing? How how are you speaking to your identity? You know, and I think Nina Simone is it a, is probably mm-hmm. the, the best example of that. Right. Is t- talk to me. What yeah. what do you you know what do you struggle with? And this this is regardless of the medium, whether you're a painter, whether you're a poet, whether you know whatever your medium as an artist, as a black artist, yeah. that's what I care about. Uh, that's that's what I want to know about you. That's what that's what resonates with me. You know, I can yeah, only speak to you- myself. You also have to acknowledge that, and I I don't know Beyonce personally. No, want to be a good Judy, like we could be girlfriends. But I'm just (laughs) like you. In order to sing about that and make music about that, you would have to then know yourself, and not to say that she didn't. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. She's a mother now. Reflection. Yeah, like you. You can't. Okay, I see. You can't okay. expect people. And yes, Solange is younger than her. Yes, she's been making. I mean, this this transition for Solange compared to the music that that's not even really fair because I feel like she's always kind of been. Yeah, she's always. But yeah. I mean, she had her little pop moments right. too, you know. Right. But no, but she, I, I she all that to say is that we develop in different at different times. Oh, for sure, for sure. Ways. And for I sure. also think that like seeing her younger sister be so unapologetically black and herself Mm -hmm. and thrive Mm -hmm. and be, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, appreciated for her artwork, maybe gave her the, the example that she needed to, to say that like, Oh, okay. So I can do this too. I can be a little bit more vulnerable in my music. I can, I can Mm -hmm. talk about maybe, um, causes or, you know, different things in the world that, that I've always been wanting to talk to, but I wasn't sure that maybe people wanted to hear it from me. And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, I don't know if that's what she was thinking, but I feel like, you know, at least since 2016, that's felt a lot more like she's been able to let us in more. I also feel yes. like Beyonce has been a superstar for more, well, more years life. than she has it exactly. Absolutely, and so like yeah. shielding well, herself like 15 from, or 16 <laughs> or something when, yeah. Yeah. Shielding herself from a lot of maybe negative people have always had things to say about her. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to be even more vulnerable and tell you things about my personal life and my marriage. Yeah. No, and I can get the hesitation. Children. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, absolutely. people don't take a beat before they, they hop into something like that. Yeah. So I'm just very well, grateful. However, the transition happened. I'm grateful that that it did. Yes, because and and I'm just happy that it's with her again. Because literally, our biggest pop star. You know, she because because think about it. Did I don't know. And 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 
you can correct me if you're if you're familiar more with his discography because I mm-hmm. feel like I was, I was going to bring up Michael Jackson. I'm familiar mm-hmm. with his bigger hits, mm-hmm. but did he ever have this moment where? Well, I don't know if we ever got that from Michael because I think that's our last kind of like great pop icon was probably right. Michael Jackson. I don't mm-hmm. know if we ever got to this point with him about a about an exploration of his blackness and his identity. Oh. I don't think we ever got to that point I with don't Michael. Think so either. No, not in so his why, Maybe some, no. like maybe his visuals. Yeah, kind of no, his visuals showing sure, you no know, black and white. Yeah, 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 but not. I don't know. I don't think so. not like this. No, not like this. So that's so. I that's why I I, I really love that we've gotten to this juncture with Beyonce because I think, or at least I hope. No, not not I hope. I think it will. I think her taking this position and standing more in her identity. And, you know, being more vulnerable as an artist, as the world's big, largest pop star, Mm -hmm. I hope that that gives license to whoever takes that mantle after her to to say that, hey, this is a space that you can also walk into. You can explore, you know, your identity, you know, as a as a black man or as a black woman um, and and and, you know, intersperse that in your art and and it and you still be able to enjoy, you know, success. You know what I mean? So I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so good. Well, what what were some other thoughts that came to mind? You said you felt a little overwhelmed. What yeah. what were some thoughts you had about it on on first watch? So I think Talk after I settled in, like, oh, this is about to just be beautiful for like an hour <laughs> and a half. Uh-huh. I was like, where are my fat girls and my fat boys? Oh, you know, I and that goes to show uh, like our society or kind of how we're, we've all been taught. I didn't even think of that. Well, that so was literally that you brought that the up. The second yeah. I got over my overwhelmment or mm. like, <laughs> <I settled laughs> in, like how beautiful this was going to be, I was like, I why have I not seen one fat girl? Uh-huh. And like, there were so many opportunities where people were just sitting around or lounging, lounging around or where it could easily have. You yeah. could have had. Or, and I, I mean, yeah. Lizzo has shown us yeah. there are plenty of big, beautiful. Juicy girls who Bruh, can shake their ass there? and, and dance. So I was like, where, where, where the diversity of bodies? No shortage in West Africa. Hey, I mean, anywhere. There's no shortage. There's a place to find. Yeah, exactly. So you want to find me? Yeah, that that was the place. <laughs> I, I think I don't know. I remember what song it was, but of course I remember what she was wearing. The woman who was dancing. I think she had like two male dancers, and she was like in that completely fringe coral or like pink mm-hmm, dress. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. seemed, but I think it was just the dress because when she went into the bodysuit, I was like, oh bitch, you're probably like a twelve. That doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I needed no, me a good mind you, we ain't talking about thick. It was yeah. thick. We're talking no, about that fat. was there. I want. Yeah, I wanted a fat girl. Yes. I want to have a 22, 24 up in there, killing it. You know, looking just as beautiful as everyone else. Born in all the beautiful garb. I was was very, like, truly, truly. I I was like, well, anyway, because then I know that the singer at the end, I believe she's a a little larger. But again, Mm -hmm. that wasn't enough. Like, I felt like, like you were saying, there is no shortage of dancers. There are no no shortage of models. There are no, there, like, even... Uh, what was the most heart disheartening was in Black Skin Girl. Mm-hmm. Like they had that whole little uh, montage before, which I 
Absolutely. So I can like hear it playing in my head even as, as soon as you said it. It's such a good song. I cried the entire song. I don't um, know if I've heard a single black woman who did not cry hearing that song. Like every that and I love that. Every black woman I've spoken to has said that they cried watching and hearing that song. It's so like I mean, hearing the song when when Gift again, when Gift came out, I was a huge like I probably listened to that for two months straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the imagery of the little girls playing the hand, like her and Blue playing hand games, mm-hmm. or the girls playing mm-hmm. hand games together. Yeah. Um, the whole debutante ball, like all yep, of like, yep, it was yep. just. And then you 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 are visually seeing these women who look like you, and then hearing mm-hmm. songs about how beautiful you are and how your skin is pearl and yep. keep your head yeah. like you like these are the things that we need. We need music like this, and I we do. We absolutely do. To see a little, you know, chubby black girl mm-hmm. in the mix, and no, I that would have been beautiful. I've been amazing. Yeah, Just no, that definitely was a because mixed opportunity. I, you know, like that was. I didn't. I don't think that I really saw me in any. Yeah, of yeah, I see um, what you're saying. And I, it doesn't take away from how beautiful it is, but that would have been another way of connecting with absolutely. this piece. You know, yeah, no, was my cue there? Sure. Uh, mm. was my hair there sure mm. but mm. like i am like i'm i mean i'm not i'm not my weight but it is a huge part of my identity and to know that this too this body is also beautiful that it yes. deserves to be honored and yes. and amplified like there are plenty of people who do that but nobody is fucking beyonce yeah. so yes. you know what i'm saying like I, i'm i Literally, I think that was like the second thing that I said. Like, oh my god, this is amazing. Where are the fat girls? Like, yep. Literally, yep. where are the fat girls? Where they but, yeah. So that was my that was my one little. No, no, I thank you for that. No, because I think that goes to show. I mean, the fact that I didn't even think of that, I think, goes to show how much more we have to do when it comes to you know fat phobia and 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 just that space in general. So I really appreciate you like bringing that up. Um, Cause yeah, yeah, they, they definitely, definitely weren't there. Um, what else did you maybe not like? Was there anything else that I didn't like? Yeah, um, where you're like, oh, I kind of wish that maybe she had done this a little differently. So I think I had mentioned before about how, like, I think in yara, uh, and I'm not gonna say this right, but in the Burner Boy song, yada yada, and then oh, I thought pop up i was waiting i was waiting I was for him like, to like, where is he but i'm i'm sure it probably was just a conflict of interest I'm i don't, sure. I don't think sure. he would intentionally miss this no, no. um and then key to the, yeah. his own album coming out no way. yeah and then key to the kingdom like those two videos were my favorite and they felt like the most authentic to like what africa looks like now um yeah i feel like a lot of and i mean this could also just be again my con like my association with how i see at least Africa, or the, mm-hmm. the little parts of Africa that I've seen, um, that I feel like a lot of people do like to go very tribal, very um, a little antiquated, like just in our past. Like that's not what the, our these worlds look like. They they're mo- uh, metropolitan, thriving communities with you know a lot to offer, and it just feels like a lot of times when people talk about Africa, they want to go back to. I don't know, like, like, kind of stereotypical. Well, you know what I, you know what I think that's rooted in. I, I, I think that's rooted in the fact that, uh, specifically for Black Americans, that is their last touch point. 
with the continent mm -hmm. is is pre-colonial yeah. africa yeah they're, they they don't have a touch point with contemporary africa but if you really think about it. it but it's been done no and i mean yeah. I know no, I hear for, for including the more like, like the 21st century africa like i i was happy that she was able to do that um i just wish there was more of it yeah, um, yeah, I got you. And then a lot of those scenes, what I appreciated, didn't feel so romantic. Like a lot of a lot of the film, and I guess that's important because I mean, Lion King at the end of the day is a, it's like a fairy tale. It's like a it's like a, it's a Disney movie, so you're gonna get a lot of that whimsy. But a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of the film felt I don't want to say out of touch, but like unattainable. Like it was just like maybe a little too exuberant a little too wealthy okay and I, no I one... heard that i didn't yeah. feel that though i heard other folks saying that but i did i and i thought that, again of talking about like the baggage that sometimes we we kept we bring on to works of art i thought i because that's what i kept reading that's what that's what everyone was talking about on twitter oh it's just oh you know they're doubt you know dripping in gold and all that and and i thought that that's what i was going to see <laughs> or and I did, of course, it was there, but none of it, none of it, none of it felt gaudy to me. None of it felt no, like, no, like no, oh, the, except the song where that was the intention of the song yes. with Jay. Yes. Yeah, that was the one that, time, but that's I the think, whole point of that yeah. track. And that you know was, and that, and 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 when I watched it the second time, I was like, okay, in in comparison to the rest of the project, this one time where. There are very wealthy people in Africa who live, may live lives. Yeah, of course. So you have to make room for I that. I thought some folks in Africa are living. Yeah, right. So that was much I better than I'm doing. What? <laughs> no, absolutely. People no, forget that the wealth exists in Africa I, no, too. Like my nigga. it's not just flies and trees and it, huts. It I promise it you, it doesn't just exist there, my friend. Like you, it is. It is there, there, like yeah, there, yeah. there. If you want to talk about wealth inequality? Oh. We can talk about that in Africa. <laughs> that that's is, a, yeah, that's a whole. That's other not something country. that only exists here in the U.S. Not right. at all. So yeah. I think I agree with 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 that in comparison to the rest of the project. I realize, okay, maybe I'm 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 overanalyzing it because it really is just this one. Yeah, it was art. just the one song. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. I thought was a really cool callback to coming to America. That was really mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. I really love that part. Um, yeah, there weren't, I didn't have any, there were not like outside of where my fat girl's at and maybe feeling like a, this was, but then no, I want to see black people in luxury. Like I was like, oh, maybe this is a little too luxurious. Maybe it's a little too unattainable, but it's, oh, not. But it's not. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, that was, I mean, that was pretty much it. I am in in the conversation about this piece in general i think i it kind of highlighted my lack of awareness or like my knowledge of the continent as a whole yeah i remember you bringing that up earlier um, and and i think i mean personally i i want to do a better job of exploring africa um and then i i, I asked my mom about this uh this morning um because mm -hmm. i was just like you know like how do, what is your connection to the rest of the continent mm -hmm. and like why was that like pan-africanism not so much of a conversation in my in my childhood mm -hmm. and she mm -hmm. was like to be honest i had to fight americanism <laughs> like i mm -hmm. i just wanted to make sure that you knew where you came from and who you were yeah. and the culture yep. that you belong to and so i didn't have time to teach you about ghana and 
the 53 other countries. Like, yeah, I just to make be, sure. Madagascar yeah, and Algeria. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. not to say that I'm not aware, but mm-hmm. it definitely, I mean, as I've grown, I've become, um, it's become more topic of conversation. But I know for, like, and that maybe is, is that, I don't know, maybe that's only, I, I doubt that it's only me. But, like, when I was younger, I literally thought all of Africa was Ghana. Like, the entire. No. Yeah. And I think that goes to show you if, if you, yeah. a, 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 you know, a first generation African yeah. ha- feels that way, yeah. then what do you think a black American who has exactly. no touch point with the continent is going to think? You know what I mean? Because exactly. unfortunately, uh, anything that we get in the media in, in the West of Africa is all it's all p- poverty porn. It's mm-hmm. all just, you know, it's nothing but, you know, all Africans are destitute. There's there and, and it's and there's never a discussion about how vast Africa is. Even we can even start there because again, oh, I cannot, I can, I can, I can go full, full Dr. Umar on y'all, but I won't do that to y'all today. No. If you talk about even just, if you even talk about just the depiction of Africa when it comes to cartography, meaning maps, how tiny is Africa is so much bigger yes. than people even think yes. of. If you were to take the African continent. You could literally fit inside of the African continent, the USA, China, India, and Brazil comfortably within the African continent. Comfortably. With room to spare. Comfortably. And 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 I'm sure you guys all have a good idea of how big the countries I just named are. They would all fit very comfortably inside (laughs) of Africa. So that's what I think. I think people forget beyond just how vast of a continent it is. Also, how diverse it is. I think people yeah. also don't understand how diverse we are, yeah. and and this was this this reminds me of you know when a, a few folks were sending me DMs like, oh, you know, maybe, hey, where where they look? I'm from. I, I had a little few of them know like, yo, don't forget, bro. There's literally over three thousand different tribes and ethnic groups in Africa. Three thousand, and I'll I'll use my own home country as an example. I'm from Kenya. Kenya is about the size of Texas. And within Kenya alone, there's over 50 different tribes, each with their own language, each with their own traditions, each with their own culture. So if you can have somewhere, you know, about the size of Texas here in the States has that much diversity, Mm -hmm. you know, then (laughs) think about the whole continent. You know what I mean? There's so many. There's so there's so many, so many. And I think that's why I was disappointed um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to steal the thunder because I know we're going to talk about this shortly. That's why I was a little disappointed whenever I hear, um, you know, Africans from the you know continental Africans kind of have taking issue with how she represented Africa. It's like, yo, no one, even an African, couldn't, couldn't fully play. represent Africa. No, how are you no going re- to? How are you going to represent three thousand different tribes of people? <laughs> how? There's how long is this movie going to be? Exactly. What, you you could literally film for a whole year and not touch on 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 the diversity that exists. So I think we need to let go of that. There, there's no I, I I get where some of it is rooted in because this is something that I've taken issue with sometimes. Is the you know they've they, I saw the article called it the Wakandification of <laughs> Africa. Um, but there's no way that's not a that 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 um critique. I will push back against anytime I hear people. And make I didn't down. even feel like that was in this. I didn't. This yeah. didn't feel Wakanda-ish at all to me, honestly. Oh no, me either. Me either. Like, me either. Because I, yeah, I think um, 
while I was reading, I, it was kind of playing in the background. And I was wait like, uh, like you were saying before, like when you read some of these think pieces or, you know, opinion mm-hmm. pieces on these things, you're kind of looking for maybe where there's yeah, where, yep, what they're yep. And I couldn't find any of them. Me either. Me either. Yeah. So y'all lost me with that one. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. see that. But I felt like just to in this in the spirit of uh I don't know, not transparency. You watch the news. What what's the word? Balance. Yes, um, we have to you balance. know present both sides. Yes. I think it's I think it's it's worth going into just what the rumblings are out the out at uh, uh can't talk are out there about the project. Yes. And I love that the 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 publications you found were actually African. It was very important to me that I was hearing from Black people. I love that. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much for doing Absolutely. that. What, um, what was the first one you found? Um, so the first one was by Eva Sophie. Um, mm-hmm. it's Beyonce's new film, Black is King, is stirring up controversy. And that was from the Africa Report. Mm-hmm. Which um, I didn't know existed. I'm definitely going to add that yeah. to my <laughs> Yeah, no, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and this, the, I think this came out honestly before the actual Black is King came out. A lot of these people were kind of, you know, yeah, Yeah. kind of forming opinions about the project from either the trailer or from the power video, which like, like you, I actually, the first thing I asked you when you told me that you have feelings about this project, I asked you, did you watch it? You cannot. Thank you for that. that, Because I shut up as soon as you said that. I was like, oh. Okay, it's just heard you. not fair. You cannot critique something you oh, have you really not can. seen. Like that's I. Yeah. That is the worst thing. I don't talk to anybody if you're not well informed. I don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. But a couple of things that um, Eva and even I think NPR did a did a. There was a couple of other articles that I didn't add because they were just kind of kind of reiterating some of the similar same things. Yeah, they're all kind of saying the same thing. Yeah, uh, where they spoke to a Nigerian PhD. And I want to say, oh, I think she was from Kenya. I don't know what. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And but they were they were sharing some of the things that they saw on the internet. But they also agreed that this was a great touchstone for somebody who's not from the continent. Um, so some of the things that we shared. But back to some of the controversy um, was that uh, criticism of the work is going strong um, and has a radical bent uh, with uh, detractors calling out the trailer for romanticizing Africa as well as its cultural syncretism, which was, that's like my Sunday word. I didn't know what it meant. I looked (laughs) it up, but basically what syncretism, uh, it means the amalgamation or basically just grouping a whole bunch of things together mm-hmm. or attempted amalgamation of different religions cultures or schools of thought so yeah. there, there goes your word of the day folks so write that syncretism. down syncretism yeah. um pre-colonial aesthetic cultural appropriation and wakandification which is something <laughs> we just kind of talked about that um mm-hmm. that was uh, that they felt was a part of the film um yeah. jade bentil I hope, I hope I said that right. A Black feminist historian and PhD researcher at the University of Oxford commented in a tweet that repeated tropes slash symbolic gestures uh, that homogenize and essentialize thousands of African cultures in service of securing the terrain for Black capitalistic possibilities and future and futures is tired. And quick time out. Jade is right. That that's right. a factual statement. Yes. I just don't think that, that was accurate to what I, mean, I saw. That's not me no. Yeah. That's not what I got from I Black is King. I think um 
Yeah, no, I can't give it to her. I was trying to like give her something. Yeah, and I get what she's saying. That's a valid statement that she right. made. I, that's just not what I got from Black is King. At least for yeah. me. That's not how I perceived it at all. I don't... And, you, and mind you, this is coming from me. I'm usually the first to jump on a good piece was, on a Beyonce, just, a Beyonce if, critique. If I could but be nah, uh, that, uh, very honest with the rest of our work base, I'm very surprised by the uh, tone and tenor of Obi's commentary right now. I'm not going to lie. No, I, I knew you would be. That's why I started <laughs> off the podcast. Like, I'm, I was like, yo, she's going to be surprised some of the stances I take I here. Very, but no. I'm very, I mean, I remember because um, we were talking about it earlier. You told me that you just watched it and you thought that it was beautiful. And I was like, okay, so he has something mm-hmm. positive to say yes. but uh yeah i am i am surprised which is yeah this is no the only the only thing that uh i forgot to mention earlier so you just reminded me the only thing that kind of made me like oh okay was like the, the like her kind of like deifying herself like like that there was, was some weird. of the some of the paintings where like she has the halo around her head yeah. And I get it. I get it. You know, I get the, you know, we're all God's kind of, you know, visual, yes. you know, yes. imagery. I yes. get it. But I think just that visually was a little like, oh, And how like okay. she was like Oshun literally in the water. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. But yeah. literally, literally, I, I'm yeah. being honest. That's my only critique, really and yeah. truly. That's it. Apart from that, I loved it. That was um, really the only thing I was like, whoa, okay. So a journalist by the name of Sozie, uh, Sophie Rosemont uh, said, it's precisely the role of a pop star to make a statement thorough through an aesthetic prism. Even if the statement is political, it has to be packaged as beautiful and spark people's imagination. Exactly. Um, and exactly. like, and this is an, I think I, I heard there was a, like a bit of a, a colorism um yeah. about how everything is centered around Beyonce who's this light-skinned American and it's like yo this is I heard that too. fucking music who else would she put at the center oh, of this yeah, and not just herself yeah and not just that yo Be- Beyonce is light-skinned there's not she can't change that did y'all want her to like put on blackface like what right. I, I don't I don't get that critique yeah. I I, I, I see what it's rooted in because again, I'm not invalidating colorism. Colorism is a thing, and it's 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 not it's a bad thing. I, yeah. I, I that's yeah. I'm not trying to say that colorism isn't a thing, but I don't know what. Whenever people say, "I'm like, what could she have done differently? Right. Would, would it have been a dark skinned woman singing her lyrics? Like, what what else short of that would have satisfied y'all?" On I that mean, end? it was every. All of the other key actors were very dark-skinned people. Yeah. yeah. Simba, baby Simba was probably the most beautiful little boy I've ever seen in a very long time. He was dark-skinned. He grew up to be a dark... Like, they didn't do a little okie-doke and all of a sudden... No, no, no okie-doke. He was still yeah. dark-skinned. Yeah. I never remembered Narabi. No. Was that the mom's name? Nala. Nala. Oh, no. Nala, Nala is, is, the, is Simba's, like... Love interest. Crush. Yeah. yeah. So they get married... She is a beautiful black woman with pink she hair, is. which I was very excited to see. Short mm-hmm. pink hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys like. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what y'all wanted, bro. I don't know how. I don't know how she could have made. She could have made y'all happy on that end. There I don't. Is no I don't way know. That Beyonce was about to put out this album and not be all of it through this. This visual. Yeah. Not, yeah. And I wouldn't have expected yeah. her to do that. Like that. I don't yeah. think that is a fair ask yeah. at all. Now, now, again, if we want to have this conversation. Now, maybe maybe the kind of 
auxiliary conversation we can have on that end is why Beyonce has the the platform that she has and we don't have a dark-skinned woman who's like on her major you know who's been able to enjoy that same level of success that could uh, be a separate conversation okay, okay, but that's not okay. that's not the conversation that, that I think is accurate to what we're saying this, now. That has no we can talk about that separately yeah oh, right. we can talk how, about why, that separately why beyonce is held like how she was able to attain all of this yes kind of thing. yeah we sure. can talk about that sure. yeah cool but i don't think that that pertains to the context of what we just watched nah. in of itself nah. you know what i'm saying i, I, I thought that yeah. was logical i didn't, I didn't yeah yeah um, and then there was another one and i think this is also from sophie rosemont yeah. and she has a book um coming out later this year it's called black power the advent of african-american pop culture mm-hmm. um and it's a it's a she's a she's french herself so she goes on to say it is too bad that beyonce doesn't seem to take contemporary africa into account in her film and we, we mentioned this earlier mm-hmm. and has rooted its imagery in tribal africa other musicians before her, such as free jazz artists from the 50s and the 60s, have already revisited these roots. Since that time period, pop culture has been so, so deeply influenced by ancestral reference points that it really is time to move on to something else. Again, I, disagree. I get what she's saying, yeah. but I think what's lost in that is you've completely removed Beyonce from that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yes, we have musicians that yes. did that in the yes. 50s and 60s, yes. but Beyonce hasn't done that. Yes. She hasn't had a chance to explore her reconnection or attempt to reconnect with her roots. Yes. So let her have that. Yes. It's okay. It's yes. all right. Especially, it's okay. Especially with an album like this. Like, I think with with the association of The Lion King and, like, I feel like The Lion King was, like, Disney's first Black Disney story or whatever like there's no way that she could have been affiliated with this story that is clearly rooted in Africa and not talked about Africa now if that maybe that's in some correlation to her own personal journey but I don't I don't see how like you're saying if this is her really first introduction to this type of to, to the to the continent and she wanted to do it in a meaningful way she's gonna have to start from the beginning yes. like you can't yeah. just pick up where we are mm-hmm. 2,000 mm-hmm. years later. You yeah, know, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. would have been weird. Yeah. yeah, let her have it. It's okay. It's, yeah. a, it's okay to let people have nice things sometimes. And as, I okay. don't know if Sophie is Afri- of African descent. You did say she's French. I think she is. Mm-hmm. Let me look her up while, um, you, while you bring up your point. I think that, like, hopefully with her book, She's doing a, a great job of talking oh, about. Oh no! Now I'm disappointed. Right? What? This is a white woman. That's in- unless. Hold on. Let me. Let me. T- let me. There might be multiple the- Sophie Rosemont. Yeah. So let me. <laughs> let me Google that with the title of the with book. With the title Just of the like, book. Yeah. Because I was a little disappointed. But like all- then, then, then I really don't care for your opinion. <laughs> no, then because then anything she had to say is really like, don't- oh my yeah. God. No, absolutely. How- no, I'm not gonna hold space for a white person <laughs> telling me about my cult. No, absolutely the fuck not. Like, nah, that's not happening. <laughs> are you are you of the of the tribe that says like white people can't teach black history? 
okay. Okay, they can teach the history, uh, but I don't particularly care for their insight on okay. on the culture itself. Okay. That you can miss me with that. Anyone can teach history, you know, yeah. black folk can can teach you know, ancient Greek history or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, people um, do feel a way about white people teaching. I can't pin it, but all things are pointing to that it is indeed a this white uh, woman. Yes, an Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> I'm sick of you. Okay, well, Sophie, thank you for your contribution to this episode. <laughs> you know, again, she makes valid points that we're talking about, like from a music history standpoint. Right. And no, sure. it's it's valid. It's valid. But I think it's just. I think everyone gets to everyone gets to go through this process on their own and on their own time. And yeah, I think I, it, okay. We should honor whose journey it is. Like just like you said, is let Beyonce have it. Like, yes, this is not about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This has not. She didn't yeah. ask me. She we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't we didn't consult before she did this. Like this has mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. I just have to mm-hmm. appreciate whatever journey she's share, allowing me to be a part of and yep. keep it pushing. Now, if yep. I do something in the future, do I want to add more contemporary African, I don't know, whatever their imagery to it, then I have the opportunity to do that. There are plenty of other African artists who are doing that kind of work right now. And maybe we just need to amplify their voices, but I don't mm-hmm. think that it is like you were saying, it is our right to kind of, uh, I can't police that process. Yeah. For her. I think that's no. Agreed. But now I will say the the one the one takeaway from this article, and now we're back to the the writer's voice. This is Eva Sophie. Oh, she says that she says at the end, the this bridge between Africa's history and diaspora has continued to influence Beyonce's visual identity and sound since 2016, as we mm-hmm. identified earlier. Mm-hmm. The problem is that this age-old narrative has gone stale. Especially if it is not backed up with concrete action. Mm. So now that part is a part where I do agree with. I I do, I do enjoy this kind of the past like four or five years as we as we've seen. And I think I think um, what's it called? Black Panther really helped kind of like elevate that even more. So this conversation of like you know Black Americans or or Black folk across the diaspora reconnecting with the continent as mm-hmm. as it were mm-hmm. i really would love to see what what eva mentions at the last part there now what how yeah. where are we going from here we've made the re- we've we've we're we've made the the reconnection and we'll continue to do it but what's going to what's going to be born from that but maybe what it is is we might be it might be too early to even have that conversation i think so i, I think, think so. It, yeah it might be i think i I kind of had that light bulb moment as i was saying it is yeah. it might be this might be too soon we're not out the woods yet to really no. see no. the influence that this might have on art and on the culture but but i i think it is an important thing to keep in mind though it's like all right well let's let's see what can be born of this what can come of this um because I, I think it would be unfortunate if it ends up being just a blip and not like, you know, something that that really stays with us. You know what I mean? I don't I, I highly, highly doubt that. Yeah, same. I doubt that, too, especially with the moment we're going through right now. I don't see how that would be possible. Yes. Um, so, yeah. What 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 else did you find out on the the, the interwebs? Um, so another article- is this still Al Gore's Internet? Whose Internet is it right um, now? I'm I've heard it's. I've heard it's um what's her name's now Ooh. um um oh wow that, this, <laughs> y'all gonna, y'all, this is just because 
I've had this kind of day. Um, Michelle, yes. Wow. Obama? I got stuck. I couldn't. I was like, yo, well, I know it's an M. Yes, I've heard it's now her internet. I've heard it's oh, Michelle it's Obama. Yeah, I don't know. I last I thought it was Al Gore's, but maybe I mean, it's changed hands. Al Gore gave us uh the World Wide Web, so I'm fucking with him. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. So yeah, what else did you find? Um, so the next article that I found out uh that I found kind of talking about some of mm-hmm. Africans um criticisms was Africans unimpressed by Beyonce's Blackest King. And this is from Africa News by Kizzy mm-hmm. Asalas. Asal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I think I said that right. Um, and literally they started, <laughs> they started, um, and I think this might've been, they started the article with a tweet from Frank Ketsi, yeah, like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, who said uh, that Black is King, Beyonce's Wakanda bullshit is worse than cultural appropriation. I hate how Black Americans portray Africa. It's disgusting. They should delete that nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Frank, <laughs> Let's say Frank. Frank told us how he felt, Frank, he and he's not alone in that. There's, 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 a there is a contingency yeah. of mainland Africans who are like, "All right, y'all, y'all I see what y'all trying to do, but nah, I don't like it." Yeah. So do you, do you think that Black Americans can appropriate African culture? <laughs> I okay. Well, before I answer, I yeah. think I want to understand what you mean by appropriation or what appropriation means to you. Let's start there and then I'll share my thoughts on that. Okay. Mm. How do you define appropriation? So to me, there's a fine line between appreciation and appropriation. Mm -hmm. I think kind of going back to the the conversation that we had before uh, with with the whites and AAV, do I say AAVE or do they call it something else? It, they just eponics. You don't gotta hit okay, us with the academic yeah. thing all the time. So um, we know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, good. Yeah. But it's usually spelled out A A V E. It's not. It's not said like A V or yeah, something. It's I, not. I, yeah. didn't it's, to, I didn't know if it's I was always spelled out. Yeah, it's I know, always spelled I'm not out. That cool, so I just wanted to make sure that I was doing. I was doing it. It's justice. But I mm-hmm. think like with that, where we talked about people not giving, acknowledging the credit, where the origin, where this comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. And I we I think we talked about this when we did our when yeah we did a whole episode on it yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't have any problem with Black Americans especially during this time of like uh what's the, the ancestry and uh, what's the other one the twenty three and Me's and all that kind of stuff where people are finding out maybe geographically what part of the continent they belong to and mm-hmm. trying to absorb and learn more about those cultures and that land mm-hmm. i will never have anything um bad to say about that i don't have a problem with black americans learning dishes or wearing mm-hmm. garb or any of those things i think an acknowledgement of what this like i don't i never want to see somebody just picking up something because they think it's cool like that to me yeah. is where we stumble onto appropriation but mm-hmm. if you are doing your due diligence and trying to find out what the cultural significance of things are yeah, or yeah. why the people do the things that they do why they eat this kind of food as opposed to that kind of food or you know any of that stuff and you like it and for some, it, it gives you some sort of connection to 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 your origin as you know a descendant from the continent i will never have a problem with people doing that but i think 
it, it is important to me that the research that you're educated and that you're not just picking up shit that you think looks pretty and it's cool. Like that mm-hmm. is to me where you drop the ball. Yeah, and you, you, I could not have said it any better myself. I agree with everything you said. And I think my feeling of African-Americans appropriating African culture has evolved or it's changed over time. Because I've, because I've, I feel like when, 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 um, when Black Panther came, was that last year? Did it come out the start last no. year? Or was that, no, that was 2018. No, even further than that, I feel like, like oh. 2017 now? Really? When that should come up? I feel, I feel like. like... It was it was seventeen or eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, it was the start of eighteen. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, I feel like in the wake of that, I did feel like it was a little bit appropriation ish because as because when the movie came, you know, after it came out, now you know everyone wants to buy their their kente cloth. Everyone has a dashiki now. Yeah. So I think my when I look back on it, I think the reason why I felt like it was appropriation is because I felt like it was. I felt like it was just that blip. It was just a moment in time. Yeah. I thought that it was just going to be that and then that was it. But I think what it is really, and again, this is why it's important, I think, to give things some room sometimes, um, is I think now that I've seen how the past couple of years have played out, it's clear to me that Black folk here in the States, it's not just like a costume they're putting on. There's actual... There's actually a genuine investment in reconnecting with their roots and 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 you know kind of getting more in touch of where they came from. Yeah. My whatever little hurt feelings I might have from the the African booty scratcher days, I gotta let it go. You know what I mean? That was a long time ago. We gotta move. On. We, we've all we've all grown and evolved, and I, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt when yeah, it comes. Yeah. Let's to hope that. that no one else is using that. That that, <laughs> yeah. that, that hurt me, man. That I, should I, hurt I, me. That I, I in a special way. That hurt. That hurt. That uh, I think the person who said it best, and and I'm gonna quote her because I I, I this this is really it. Um, there's a racial equity activist. Okay, how about I actually use the dexterity of the English language and make <laughs> words separate things. <laughs> There's a racial equality activist. Her name is Tamika Smith. Uh Um, And in a quote that she offered to the British um, Daily, The Independent, she says, there are more urgent things to do than to get angry at an African-American woman who is using her means to question, explore, and artistically interpret a way to fill the gaps in her identity. Full stop. That's it. That's it. That's oh. really, that's all. The, there are far more urgent things, especially now. <laughs> especially today. today. Yeah. Yeah. Far more urgent things and far more pressing conversations that we can be having than really trying to dissect, you know, this woman just trying to reconnect with her roots. And I, and that's not to say that we aren't able to hold space for people who feel underrepresented, misrepresented. If you, if you honestly felt like Black as King was mm-hmm. some sort of uh, cultural appropriating waste of time. I, I'm not saying that I'm not willing to have that conversation with you, but I also think that like in doing that in order to kind of cancel this project 
no bueno. Like yeah. that's not gonna work. Yeah, no. not to that end. No, I think I yeah. think that there we can hold space for people who have negative feelings or maybe not negative feelings, but oh, for not, sure. don't appreciate X of the film. I there's no there's no problem. Mm-hmm. But I do think there was, mm-hmm. it was kind of a, a way to kind of like, let's wash this away because she didn't do enough of this or she okay. didn't do enough of that or this wasn't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I I love uh, what Tamika mm-hmm. said about, um, the, I think the last part, using her means to question and explore, to fill in the gaps. She doesn't know. And we've said this kind of before. And yep. there are plenty yep. of people who don't know, who mm-hmm. will never know. Like, I have my feelings about ancestry because I think it's, it's all a scam. But um, for somebody who, if, if that's that's the only way that you could ever get a glimpse of the potential of your connection, how, who am I to kind of, you know, negate you trying to, to, to make, the, to create that bridge? Like, that would be horrible for me to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even... But and yeah. I'm living at it. Yeah. I'm standing in a place of privilege because, like you, I know where my family comes from. Like I could never imagine how that could feel mm-hmm. like to be so disconnected from from your person. You know. So I think mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of we got too much to work on to be doing that. I also don't think that this project is doing is doing black people is doing Africans a disservice. I don't think that it, it's negating. No, I, yeah, I don't think like, so either. No, and again, that's why that's why I started this whole conversation about context, because I think that's what allowed that's what freed me up to enjoy this project much more than I think I would have was to remove myself from it, meaning I'm not the intended audience for this this project. You know, what I mean, I am in the sense that I'm black and we are all part of that collective, you know, as a part of the diaspora. But just saying like as it, this, this project was not intended for mainland continental africans this is not you you weren't the intended audience you get to enjoy it and 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 you know you can obviously have some thoughts mm-hmm. but i think this project was definitely much more a labor of love and a gift to women that look like her you know black american women or black american men you know this is this is who this is really for yeah I yeah I yeah there was one last article. The New York Times um, did a piece on Beyonce's Blackest King where they had uh-huh. different critics um, discuss different aspects of it. So, like, they had Wesley Morrison, who I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with him, yeah. He he kind You're of had an overall critique of it. That They had their mm-hmm. fashion editor critique some of the... Um, some of the the wardrobe, which I really appreciated because I'm a fashion girl. And um, it was also like, she was saying that she was trying to do um, her due diligence and figuring out like all of the different designers and got completely overwhelmed because there's just so much fashion, so much fashion. Um, um, and then she, she shared that, like, of course, Beyonce worked with, uh, I think, probably all of the top designers but she also did some lesser known designers and then mm-hmm. the, because this was done majority in 2019 there there didn't seem to be a huge lift of black designers which i was a little surprised of um mm-hmm. like i think now she's making more of a conscious effort conscious effort to wear more black designers but um because of the times but i and i, yep. I was also a little surprised that there weren't more 
black designer oh, that, in the piece. Mm-hmm. Um, they all mm-hmm. they did do New York Times did another article with Zarina, who was uh, Beyonce stylist, um, that I haven't read yet, but I really want to because she fucking killed it. Like regardless of oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> what are we wearing, everybody looked fucking amazing. All the looks were amazing, um, and it was so good. So like they had yeah. different cri- uh, critics uh, critique different aspects, and their mm-hmm. chief of pop critic uh john perellis mm-hmm. um at the end of his article he wrote this and i don't know why it kind of it just rubbed me the wrong way so i'm gonna share it with you yeah i was curious too once you put it on here um, what, what was the point at the very end it says and she willingly lets herself be upstaged by african collaborators whose faces her american fans may not yet have seen like i'm gonna mess up all of these people Busiswa. Busiswa of mm-hmm. south africa I'm gonna let you say all the names then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> and she willingly lets herself be upstaged by African collaborators, uh, whose faces her American fans may not have seen, like Busiswa from South Africa, Salesiel from Cameroon, and Yemi Alade and Mr. Easy from Nigeria. It puts her Pan-African solidarity incontrovertibly <laughs> on screen. On screen. So what issue? That's a good thing. It is a it's a great thing that she does that. The thing yeah. that bothered me was the very first part of the sentence. What she was really that? lets herself be upstaged. But when yes, you're, she did. No, I agree. But the uh-huh. thing that was annoying to me was like when you're collaborating with somebody. This is both of our thing. Why okay. would you assume that Beyonce wouldn't share space? Okay, I see what you're saying. And maybe I'm I'm reading a little too deeply into it, which is maybe, bad. but I see what you're saying though. But it yeah. just I felt like that wording was like the fuck? Where like these people are a part of this project, they're a part I got of this you. music. I, I it, see why that. would they not be a part of this this production that she's doing? I see what and you're then saying. like and like she's doing them a favor by allowing that like that's maybe I, I don't know, but that's I, as soon as I read it, I was like, okay. I, that's I see. a little yucky. I don't I like see. that. I see. But yeah. I, I I don't know John. But I, I, I you know, so I'm, I'm assuming this is in good faith. I, I see why you like this. I don't know John, but... <laughs> But I'm I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and, and yeah, just yeah, say yeah. and take it at face value because I, I also that was a part of the project that I did enjoy myself as well because yes. again bringing whatever baggage or context I have of Beyonce I tend to think of her very much as a diva so I I thought of I was expecting her to really like be having her face front and center the whole way through uh-huh. so I actually was pleasantly surprised when that was not the case. Because there's sure. some of the songs, some of the songs r- almost don't feature at all. Like maybe yeah. she makes a quick cameo, yeah. which, and I, so I do really enjoy and appreciate that she and did that, that. And that was another, I think Wesley had, I think Wesley had mentioned this, that like, um, especially when it comes to the clothes. And I think even the, the fashion editor said like everything happened if, I mean, it could only be an hour and a half. Like we could have, this could have been a four hour project, of course. I kind of wish like, it was a little longer. I, I loved like, it though. I wish it was a little longer too, but it just yeah. felt like things yeah. happened so quickly that like yep. you blinked, you missed it. Or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't until, and this is why I encourage you if you have, I mean, I know people who have watched this seven times. So oh yeah, know. no, it's definitely, you definitely have to see this more than once. But I Absolutely. definitely think I would implore everybody to at least watch it more than once because yes. It, yes. it took me 
I think it was, um, I don't know what song it was, but when Simba turned into a, a man, I missed that the first time. I was like, who is this person? And, oh, and why yeah. are we looking at him now? But I, when I watched yeah, it the second yeah. time, I think he was like washing his face in the bathroom. And yes, he the was. mirror, he you, was. there's a reflection of the yep. of baby Simba. And I was like, oh, yep, okay. Was like, right. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would encourage all of you guys to watch it more than once outside of just trying to catch any symbolism that's there. Like there are mm-hmm. plenty of things that I did not catch the first time i also would implore you guys to watch this alone because i watched it with people and everybody's yeah. talking oh yeah no i don't like the peanut gallery when i'm watching shit. <laughs> I, no, I don't I like enjoy... it. not the first time not on the first watch yeah i enjoy not commentary i am usually a, i i am a talker of films but it it was imperative if i was going to have this conversation that i watched it the second time because i knew there were things that i wasn't paying attention to listening to other people Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the the New York Times article is interesting. It's a little repetitive. A lot of them say the same things, but it, I did like the way that they broke it down by different um, editors and like focused on different aspects of the film. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Like they did, there's a an art there. Like they have an art editor who kind of critiques it in that kind of way. So depending on what you're interested in, you can just read their little section of the article um, and go from there. Yeah. But yeah, that was all that I was like, mm, I don't like that. That made you feel, yeah. And actually, I'm, I'm curious. This is, you know, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this because this is something that that's come more to mind for me. And I, you know, I know we're kind of wrapping up. I'm just curious what your thoughts are. I'm getting, and, and I think <laughs> you saw a glimpse of it earlier when I was trying, when we were trying to figure out who who Sophie was. Uh-huh. Is I'm I'm quickly uh, rapidly reaching the point where I I really don't care what white people have to think about black art. I I don't. I, I just don't. I I really don't. I just I don't like it. It literally it, it doesn't mean much to me. It I'm doesn't. Not that you can't. You feel free to say and write whatever you care about. But I <laughs> I. <laughs> I don't want to say this because I know we have white listeners and I love y'all. No, I know. Yeah. I, I know some of them. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I agree with you. I am very, I'm very fine. Like when I tell y'all that I wish black people had their own internet, I'm not saying that. For I, I, uh, I, I hear you on that. I really wish there was space where black people can discuss things that affect Just, our community yeah. away from the gaze of white really people from everything I, else yeah. and maybe even other communities of color oh no no i know I'm not just ready, for us just I'm for not us. Ready to go there yet because whatever a lot of us intersect but i'm very cool with white people staying the fuck out of our business because like there is no like you could say something and it could be well-meaning or because I understand, because we're a part of the same community. I mean, even in this conversation, when it comes to Africans, I won't say versus or against, because that's not what this is, but Africans having a feeling about this Black American woman making this piece. If I'm a white person and I don't understand the context of that, then I can run around that, and say, yeah. oh, Africans don't like Black people. Or you know, yeah, you can yeah, you know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. come up to your own conclusions about what it means for somebody who has every right to, f- I mean, we all have every right to feel however we feel, but oh, like, of course. it's coming, yeah. coming to this piece from a very different place 
having a critique mm-hmm. on what this is. Now you see a, um, a tweet that somebody says that Black is King is cultural appropriation. So now Beyonce is culturally appropriating. That's yeah, and now you're writing you, a whole thing piece about that. You like, can't yeah. say that because you don't even know what all nah. is talking about. You know what I'm saying? But like, well, yeah, you don't understand the nuance exact, involved in the conversation exact, of exactly. you know, that, the now diaspora. You know, exactly. Now I know that there are white Africans or white people who grew up in Africa. Oh yeah, certainly. All right, <laughs> I give you that. Well, but, maybe there's right. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe they can speak on it. But a white American, I don't you know, know. I don't need it. Yeah, I, I don't. Just, know. I just don't. I need don't it. know. I won't read it. And I, I, that's a struggle I've been having recently. When uh, it's something I've always felt, but I think because we're in the moment we're in now, especially when I like I'm submitting photos for like competitions and then you look at who the panel is and it's, it's a sea of white faces that yeah. it's it, that that's always felt icky for me but i think now it just feels outright dirty like i don't i i, I it's like wait wait what what am i doing oh, like and it's, especially especially when the crux of my work is exploring black culture and yeah. it's black faces yeah. so now for me to now posit my work and now have to hear a sea of white faces critique that it's just it's weird it's always been weird but i think now i'm i'm just like i'm starting to give it more thought where it's like yeah maybe i'm just good on that <laughs> altogether because like if, if i'm submitting my work you 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 can't even properly contextualize my work because you 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 don't have a touch point with yeah. it you know what i mean apart from proximity maybe you've been around some black folk Right. But that's different than having lived that experience and knowing, intimately being aware of, you know what I mean? It's no, just a thought I've had recently. No, so I agree. I was just curious what your thoughts were. I, I agree. I, I'm good on it as well. I mean, I'm and not, saying, I'm not yeah. saying that you shouldn't. Feel free. You are right to have your opinion. I just don't have Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, I, and that's why I agree with I agree with the with Solange. She said this years ago after after Beyonce got robbed for for album of the year. It's just like we really I and I and I and I really think this is where I'm at. Uh, I'm I'm on my Marcus Garvey. Like I I really I really my my only focus and energy kind of moving forward is what's going to benefit us as a people and when i say i mean across the diaspora so yeah. mainland africans you know caribbean folk black americans and all the other corners of the world that we touch that's my concern because i i was thinking about that as i was watching black is king about the amount of energy that we spend as black folk having to constantly you know tackle white supremacy and all the tentacles that 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 touches mm-hmm. that i think that prevents us from being able to create work like what like and black is king exactly just it, it robs that, us yeah. it robs us of our time it robs us of our energy it, it robs of it robs us of our joy and mm-hmm. and it robs us of our breath like i just i just really want us to get to a point where we are completely removing ourselves from the white gaze because we don't need it we don't need we don't need white people's validation. We don't need white people's cosign on anything that we do. And I, I'm just really getting to that point where I just want us to to fubu for us by us. We're we're creating art. We're creating projects that are for us and by us, and that's it. I and mean, I agree. It. 
with 98% of what you talk about because I don't know. know. I'm just saying all of us are not fortunate enough to be in spaces where we don't have to interact with white people. And so- No, I get that. You know, I'm not saying that we should go to our jobs and tell our bosses to suck our dick. Like, don't do that. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. I know what you're, I I, I agree. But I think that like creating spaces where we can thrive and just focus on- ourselves and our community outside yeah, always just, being mm-hmm. concerned with what white people think i agree with you yeah, 100%. yeah. let's just start doing that yeah more spaces like that and i hope create our own can... award shows create our own publication which but we've been doing I'm not do that, that, then black people we need to support that shit yes, both financially and with absolutely. our viewership we we can't sit up here and talk up get mad when the Grammys and the Oscars and whatever else doesn't give us our coins and NAACP awards be happening every year and you don't ever know what channel is no you're right you're right you're right so I agree with you I think that it is very and I hope that y'all get that with Workbay we I, I think both Obi and I pride ourselves on focusing mostly on the black community because oh yeah Absolutely. Those motherfuckers I care about. I'm not, yes. and that doesn't say yeah. that I, that doesn't mean that I don't have people in my life that are not black that I care about. But oh, when it comes down yeah. to my core, yes. it's all black people, everything. Yes. So, yes. I mean, yes. however, if you feel free to do that in your own little communities, definitely creating spaces where you can be unapologetically black, blackity, black, 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 black. Yes. And, you know, and 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 li- like feel free to live that. Like I, I think what you had mentioned before about like question, not necessarily questioning, but like dis- dissecting a lot of our identities, regardless of what our background is. Like this is a prime time to do that. Um, and I think black people we're well overdue for creating that space for ourselves. And I don't know if we can all go back to the continent. I don't know if we can, you know, succeed, succeed and find a little state around here that we take. I don't know what that looks like, but even in your own little communities, creating that space where you can kind of just be free to express and explore who you are. I think that's so important. And I, and I think if black is King is, you know, the stepping stone that you choose to do some of that discovery. If it was um, Black Panther, if it if it was after you took your ancestry test, like yeah, I'm, whatever it may have been. that is as as an African American, a Ghanaian American, it's very exciting to see my friends want to learn more about. My no, country, absolutely, my culture. You know, mm-hmm. and I and I try to do it. So, like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes my eyes get my eyes get my eyebrow get a little high because I'm like, what? What you want to do now? But <laughs> I, it is. I I see that it is coming from a sincere and genuine place, and yes. I will never be yes. somebody who stops somebody from growing in that way. I think that that's mm-hmm. really beautiful. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that I finally watched it. I probably will watch it a couple more times. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, and congratulations, Beyonce. You probably don't need to hear that from us, but I'm oh, very proud oh, of you. Was, that was really yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you she what? If she won me over, so if she could do that, then she succeeds. Yeah, which is saying a lot. If any of y'all know how I feel about Tay and Jay, that's that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. You know what I'm saying? Here I am. Here I am. Like after I watched Lemonade, because I've like I I've always been a huge fan of Destiny. I was a huge Destiny's Child fan. When Beyonce went solo, I did feel away. Okay, I felt away. 
And then, okay. not to say that okay. I was listening to her music, because of course I was, but like I wasn't riding for her. And then, kind of yeah. a lot of the, re- the, the reasons that you said, I didn't feel like she was saying anything. And then Lemonade happened. And I feel yeah, like just, uh, my whole yeah. life kind of transcended. So... I'm no, and that's not an indictment of just her. I just don't care for pop music in general for that oh, reason. Well, pop that music way. is empty calories. It's not really no for uh, me. For me, like I need some substance. Every time, yeah, all the time, yeah, give me some help. The same nigga that likes nutrition, not all the time. Radio. No, not all the time. Oh, okay. Not all the time. I love my, I love my ratchet. I you love my. You be ratchet with the twerk. Next. I love my turn up music. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you know I, this. I do. You know this. The bird, but is only the um, bird. don't let don't let him get <laughs> on here with his deep voice and all these big ass words he knows how to pronounce. He uh, is a bird. I'm an intellectual. What you talking you're about? Intellectual what you bird. talking about? When you huh? oh, you call me a bird. I'm just saying. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't believe in wow. lying to our listeners. So this what we how you feel. But no, um, the the the, the last thing I want to leave with listeners, and because this was my favorite part. And I, um, I just loved the poetry and the spoken word that was wow. interspersed throughout the project, and especially because she she um, she used Warsan uh, Warsan Shire helped her kind of with some of that, and that's one of my favorite poets. It was just it was beautiful. I loved it. I loved it. And and I think we've been speaking a lot about identity, and I think that this speaks to that. Um, there's there's a two quotes where. The first one was to live without reflection for so long might make you wonder if you even truly exist. Mm. And I had to run that one back a few mm. times when when she said that. Um, and that one was Beyonce reading those words. And this next one was a uh, it was a, a a man who who said this. He says, "When it's all said and done, I don't even know my native tongue. Mm. And if I can't speak myself, what? I can't think myself." Mm. And if I can't think myself, I can't be myself. But if I can't be myself, I will never know me. So Uncle Sam, tell me this. If I will never know me, how can you? <laughs> I was just I got chills when I heard that the first time. I was like, wow, that's a that's a full, that's multiple bars. That's not just one. <laughs> that's bars on bars on bars. Bars on bars. Yeah. Yeah, and there was so many more. I mean, I, I won't, I won't read them all, but I, I just loved the poetry that was. That was yeah, agreed. Through. That was um, well. And and I think what I would, you know, I know we we always like to leave, leave something with uh with our listeners. I don't even have to use my own words this week. This, this is straight <laughs> from B, um, and this is about legacy, mm-hmm. where she says the royalty in you, you is there for you to be a blessing to others. For you to leave a legacy that others can look to and find hope and find strength and find healing as well. And mm-hmm. I, and I, I, for me, that's the the best way that I could put, I, I could kind of sum up this whole project is, is that I think that's what it meant to me. It, it's, it, it felt like Beyonce was, was getting reconnected or touching into her legacy and kind of trying to learn or, or decide what it's going to be moving forward, and I feel that now. And yeah, I, and 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 I really hope that we all can get to a point where we're having those thoughts because I know that's something that I've started to do recently now. Um, is I am very much thinking about what my legacy is going to be, um, and and what I want to be, how I want to be remembered, mm. and who I want to be remembered by. So so that really resonated with me. Um, all the 
kind of overarching themes about legacy throughout. I, I really love that. Agreed. How about you? What, what, what were you? Any final thoughts? Um, no, I, I mean you said it all. You kind of you kind of stole most of what I wanted to share, but I be talking too much sometimes. You do, but it's okay. No, it's great. It's great. Okay. The okay. one I think the one thing that I kind of took away from this was like I I have always really been a huge fan of Beyonce. I really appreciated her music, but mm -hmm. I have been really excited lately of being feeling very emotionally connected to some of these pieces which i try mm -hmm. my hardest not to do because i you know i'm not i'm not a stan i i don't really I you're not part leaders. of the beehive. i i i don't know what like second tier hive membership is <laughs> okay what, whatever That's that where, is is what i That's am. where you're at okay yeah, got it. Got i it. i i her work ethic her talent her acumen all of that is greatly appreciated but i'm not I don't live for Beyonce. See, I was um, outside the building all together. Oh. But now I'm, after this project, like I just came in through the back door okay. and I'm like, I'm like okay, okay. You I see what's happening. You're trying to assess, assess yeah. the yeah. situation. Yeah. You yeah. find your place. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of us like that. Okay. But um, yeah, no, I mean, from, like I said, hearing my mother's tongue in a song with Beyonce, even when I heard it the first time on the gift was kind of wild. Yeah. Um, and then like seeing the Ghanaian flag, mm -hmm. you know, draped and like it, a lot of it was just kind of like, you know, it touched me in a way that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, and then it was personal. You felt it. Was it was very. And then like kind yeah. of ending with black skin girl and like mm -hmm. a brown skin girl, excuse me. And like that whole story and seeing all of these beautiful little girls. And like, remember, I don't know the, the young lady who was crying and she was talking about how beautiful the piece was. And I think Beyonce actually called her. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure where. Yeah, yeah, there was a little girl. I, I don't, it was, I felt like it was all over the internet, but okay. she was watching uh, Black is King and she was like viscerally, like very emotional. Um, and then oh, her, like her, I, I don't know if it was her mom or her aunt or an older woman was like, What's wrong? And she's like, It's so beautiful. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I like, and I, I hadn't watched by then, but now I get okay. it. Like, I completely yes. understand why she reacted in that way. And then I hear, Beyonce called her, which is like, come on, wow. like that. You don't, you, you have to love that. Not even her day home. <laughs> exactly. She's not gonna forget that ever, 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 yeah. ever, ever. You know, and I, and and like to know that, like, as somebody who had so many, I won't say issues, but like there was so much about my identity that was confusing to me growing up and not feeling very beautiful or, um, kind of. You, just not appreciating who I was and how I looked like. And it, it was a, a long journey. And not to say that because we have videos like this, that black girls are not going to have to deal with that, but this helps. It's Absolutely. a step in the, in the right direction. And I, yeah. and outside of that, for that alone, I think it, it is to be appreciated. Um, yeah. I, I, all of the poetry spewed in between, like throughout the film. And I, I also, I love that Beyonce was saying it, but I loved hearing from a black man and like the, I don't know if a lot of, a lot of the speaking parts that we kind of heard in the, in the background, I wasn't sure if they were pieces or if it was kind of just like men talking about themselves. Yeah, same. I think it was a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Like there yeah. was a, there was a part where he was talking about how black men are not, 
allowed to feel and be vulnerable. And I thought that was really important to share for black boys. Like all of it. I, I just, knowing that A, this was done by Disney, Disney Plus um, is not a very expense out of the streaming platforms. I think it's the cheapest. So hopefully mm. it's yeah, access, it's more accessible to families and that pro- children were going to probably be the key demographic of people who are going to watch it. Like that sure. matters. It means uh, yeah. so much. And, and I just, as a 32 year old little girl who's still kind of dealing with a lot of, a lot of the like, child from yeah, like it's yep. just, it was really, really lovely to see. And I think that's why I got so emotional. Um, mm. And it, I, I literally, I just kept thinking about that little girl and her saying that this is, it's so beautiful because it is yep. so beautiful. Yep. Um, so like, again, I not- these little jits run around. <laughs> all this. Yeah, I, I mean, know. Look, look, I I'm know, happy but for like, them. It's also really them, exciting. But... It's so good. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. It's so good mm-hmm. because like grappling with not feeling enough or being enough or that like you're not it like that is a thing that i'm sure people of all demographics feel like but i feel for especially growing up it felt like like black black girls were like targeted like to make us feel ugly like to make us feel unseen and for here yeah oh yeah oh yeah and so for somebody of beyonce's acumen and of course i mean it means a little it's probably different for her because she has two young girls now and a young son and 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 i think she and she dedicated this to sir um yeah oh really (laughs) they're they're real hush hush with their kids understandable I get it. Yeah. 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 Especially after what people have said about blue, like, it's just a lot of stuff. It's a, it's a lot of stuff. Like, but I, I say all that to say that I am, I thank you, Beyonce. I don't know if you're going to hear this, but thank you, Beyonce. And I, I would, I would encourage, regardless of what you may have heard or read, I think you would be doing yourself a disservice to not watch this film just out of, out of pure curiosity of like what all the hoopla is about. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty much it for me. I thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Work Bay with Nan and uh, Obi. If almost you season season three almost in the wrap, crazy, right? Oh my god, I'm not even <laughs> front. Like I was like when we, I was like Obi, it's the middle of a pandemic. You really trying to record right now? But I'm so happy that we did. <laughs> oh seriously, yeah, yeah. Four I, more yeah. episodes, home stretch. Yeah, and then we're and then we're gonna we're gonna that say goodbye to season me. three. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. If you you know where to find us um, yep. on Instagram at WorkBayPod, we're also on Twitter at WorkBayPod, um, and you can feel free to send us an email at uh, WorkBayPod at gmail.com. Um, if you've seen uh, Black is King, if there were any highlights that you wanted to share, or if you had any critiques that maybe we didn't see that you want to school us on, definitely feel free to send us an email. Um, I know we also talked about a bunch of current events in the beginning. Any thoughts on uh, Kamala's nomination for VP, um, how this president is trying to steal the election, um, or or the whites using uh, Ebonics uh, Mm -hmm. or slang definitely it's feel not just free the to- whites the latin the latinx the eight well, all of no, them that's, that's it gets a little hairy there because you know some them is our cousins yeah though no, they are they are they are but let me not start some shit when we try to wrap it up come on now <laughs> my bad my we bad. about to hit four hours again 
No, we good. We good on time. We good on time. Anyway, well, we thank you guys. Definitely love to hear from you guys. If you haven't uh, written us a, uh, what is that thing called? A review? A review. We like We only have one so far this season. Yeah, that's and not right. Shout out to Abby. She, she listens and she left us a great review. Oh, We'd you. love to hear from more of y'all too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, y'all know where to find us. Definitely, definitely feel free to connect, and we'll see you next week. All right, take care, guys. You ain't gonna tell me wash your hands this week. Oh yeah, nigga, why, why I said that shit earlier? <laughs> you you wash your hands, wear your mask, and love yep. each other. Yes, and love each other. I, lo- I like that season three sign off. <laughs> Good one. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Because you're part of something way bigger You're part of something way bigger I'll be the roof, you'll be the tree Pass on the fruit that was given to me Legacy Uh, We're part of something way bigger